if we can do two or three and slap There's only our- three, so you can't do all three. <laughs> <laughs> number two or number three. Oh, I thought you said if we could do two or three and picks. Slap, <laughs> and slap our sticker on there with it, yes. yeah. I would be more than happy to do either one of those I would be happy yeah, with. Yeah, same, same. Yeah. And Tyler, what do you think? Oh, shit. He's not here. Oh, oh man. Sucks. <laughs> On this episode, Dude, Brett, and Sam sit down with head distiller Ryan Lang from Middle West Spirits to talk about the history of the distillery and also do their first barrel selection. Keep an eye out on the grams for information on how to get your hands on this cask strength release in early January. But before we get started, let me tell you about our sponsor, Unicorn Nation Apparel. Magical apparel for magical people. Go to www.unicornnationapparel.com to check out their amazing shirts or reach out to them for custom print jobs with no minimum orders necessary. Also, check out the link in our bio for some awesome Bourbon Hunters exclusive bourbon shirts. Thank you for taking time out of your day to join us on our hunt for great bourbon. Reward yourself and sit back, grab a pour, kick up your feet, and enjoy. Welcome to another uh, special episode of the Bourbon Hunters. I'm here with uh, Brett Ryan and Samuel Shaw, and we've got a special guest here at Middle West Spirits, and I'll let him introduce himself. Uh, Ryan Lang. Ryan Lang. And what is it, Ryan Lang, that you are here? I know that it's not what he does. <laughs> the it's janitor. What he is. <laughs> He's the janitor. Uh, no, I'm. Uh, uh, I guess a distiller here. Um, started the company with that guy over there, Josh, uh, in 2008, and. Oh my God, going on year thirteen now. Year so. thirteen, wow, mm-hmm. that is awesome. I uh, I've owned, I'm like a, what a two year uh, born again bourbon guy, I guess. Yeah. So <laughs> thirteen years ago, I would have never even known about this. So mm-hmm. that's awesome. But that's about when the uh, that's good timing, I guess, because that's about when everything started really picking up. I mean, Pappy was on the shelves thirteen years ago, right? Right. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It still is, right? <laughs> Just kidding. I don't know. No. I don't even look for it. So. So let's talk a little history here, uh, Middle West Spirits. I mean, what got you guys uh, uh, jumping into this business? What made you think you wanted to do this? Well, we started, um, you know, I think we were the 56th licensed distillery in North America uh, to start. But we, we, you know, came out of the West Coast craft segment, coffee, beer. Uh, distilling really wasn't taking hold yet anywhere, uh, especially in the Midwest. And uh, we... Uh, saw an opportunity for that. Um, we have some family history in it. Got some inspiration behind it. Entrepreneurs just jumping in and, and trying to figure it out. And it, uh, it's been a heck of a journey. Uh, but, uh, you know, when you really like something and you want to get into that, that's what we jumped after. Love whiskey. I've always been that way yeah. since I was young. And uh, I was like, why can't we make it? How young? Oh, <laughs> Am I legally allowed to say that? I mean, I'm not going to say anything. Ooh, man. Yeah, we're past the point of statutes or limitations and all that stuff. I'll tell stuff, you what, right? the first time I had whiskey, I think I was uh, 14. Nice. And uh, it was awful. <laughs> it, it was, uh, it was in dad's, uh, it was the old, uh, remember the old porcelain? Um, oh, the decanters? Yes. Decanters, uh, yeah, with, yeah. With the, the tear strap on the top. Uh-huh. Well, we would put water in the tear strap, peel it off, dump <sighs> it out, fill it with water. And then take off. Oh, no. Yeah, it was not. How good. many times did you get caught doing that? Never, and I did it to every single bottle. <laughs> that's great. So, uh, that's that's proportions, awesome. that's the key. Just a little bit out of each one. <laughs> <Little bit. laughs> and if you're consistent, dad just thinks, well, this is just kind of weak whiskey. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, more or less. <laughs> that's funny. All right, so yeah, go ahead. I'm sorry. I yeah, no, we, um, you know, 
after college and being out in the workforce and realizing I didn't want to stay in that, that, that line of uh, corporate America, you know, being a, a person that wanted to, you know, work with hands and coming from agriculture, my family has been in agriculture for a long time. It was an opportunity when I moved here in 2007 um, to, to start something. And Columbus, fortunately, is a city that really adopts small business yeah. in a big way. And right. we've been fortunate from the city standpoint, from people that we work with, you know, suppliers we work with, Rock Mill Brewery, uh, Jenny's, mm-hmm. uh, Short North uh, Business Association has been really nice to us as well. We, we were able to move in and, and then fail because it wasn't right out of the gate. We just, we got in, we started learning and we started getting better and better. And we started getting some mentors that are in the category and, you know, just uh, tried to push the envelope. So it's been fun. So have you always been Middle West spirits or was mm-hmm. it, cause I know I've always seen like the OYO or how, mm-hmm. how do you pronounce it? Is it just OYO? OYO. Or, okay. Yeah, yeah. I didn't know if it was OYO or. <laughs> yeah. So I heard that one time somewhere. Yeah, I've heard people say it, but <laughs> yeah. I didn't know if that was right. So We don't know. <laughs> um, no, honestly, uh, Middle West spirits has always been the parent name. Uh, when we first started, we went with OYO as the name of Ohio. It was a, uh, an earlier name for Ohio, and we used it as the name of the product. And, and in the last couple of years, we've been realizing that we needed to switch to a house of brands. So over the last couple of years, we've been moving all of our dark spirits into the Middle West category, keeping OYO for the clear spirits, and then we focused on that guy over there, the Vivin Petal, uh, for the gin. So we have a, a house of brands that are all related. If you look at them side by side, they're, they're related in one way or another. But um, That's a pretty label. I don't know who did that, but... <laughs> It's a good looking bottle. It's nice. That, Listen, that, that one over there. Do, you're, so you're talking I say to this. the two marketing whores right here. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I say this on every show. Judge every yes. book by its cover. Judge a book by its cover 100%. Oh, yeah. I will pick out something because of how it looks. Yeah. My wife 100%. is the worst with that too. And that is a yeah. very attractive looking bottle. Yeah. yeah. No, I agree. My wife would buy that bottle. Yeah. She's not even a gin fan, but she would she would buy mm-hmm. that bottle. So Yeah, the um I don't know what the statistic is. I think like 50 to 60% of the purchasing decision on buying a bottle of something has to do with what it looks like on the outside. I believe it. Yeah, well, it's critical. And I think like 42.5% of all statistics are made up on the spot. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Well, that's exactly right. That's what Ron Burgundy says. Yeah. I have a degree in that. I spent four years making up numbers. It's great. <laughs> that's, that does not surprise me. So, Sam, how long has it been since you've been on the show, bud? Oh, gosh. I Actually, I think it was the Arnold. Was that mm. the last time? Yeah. And we were doing Middle West Spirits. We were doing Middle West Spirits again. So, apparently, I only show up when Middle West is involved. You not have- that I'm a fanboy or anything. Yeah, they, they've always like um, donated, you know what I mean, to the Arnold and events like that. Middle yeah. West always yeah. has, and we, we do appreciate that. Yep. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah, we had a couple advantage. of uh, <laughs> bottles, a couple of bottles at the Arnold. Yeah, yeah, we went through two bottles in three days during the Arnold. Yeah, just yeah. Yeah, yeah. two of us with a couple of extra pours to some people, but it was Sympathy mostly mostly me and. Uh, <laughs> well, hopefully, we'll have Sam. an Arnold this year now. So yeah, that yeah. Will be nice. I heard we they're going to push see. it back. Is oh, what they I are. Heard. Yeah. Last okay. I heard through the uh, Olympic weightlifting side of things was it was they're tentatively hoping for a June July. Okay, Arnold. So yes, but asterisks. Right. Right. Got it. That's good. So, uh, all right. So you've got your, I mean, I'm assuming you guys did it the way, like you didn't source your bourbon, right? Or your whiskey mm-hmm. or anything. So you had to go through that uh, progression of clear spirits first. And yep. then as your other stuff is aging. So you had your vodka out and your, I'm assuming your gin and stuff like that too. Yep. Well, the gin came in later. Um, we were working on, um, we worked on a wheat whiskey. Uh, when we first started, uh, uh, we spent a, a significant amount of time in the cornfields. Uh, we worked with Ohio State's Ag Extension in Wooster. Uh, 
and uh, we we focused on some grain profiles that are very unique to Ohio. Um, wheat being very prevalent here, there are a couple different styles of wheat. Soft red runner wheat ended up being the product we worked with, and that became the basis for the Ohio vodka, which I don't know that we got anything later on here on that. But um, then we we said, okay, it makes great vodka. Most vodkas, if they're a wheat vodka, there's a lot of corn in them, yeah, which yeah. makes them exceptionally neutral. Our, we're 100% <clears throat> a wheat, which actually creates a sweetness in the product. This is, this is why we call it a character vodka. But it had such uh, power after the fermenter that we said, how do we turn this into a wheat whiskey? Bernheims was doing it. <clears throat> a few others are doing it. How do we make a really good wheat whiskey? Because it's, it's such a big piece of Ohio. So we actually started making uh, whiskey day one. We were laying it up. Unfortunately, we couldn't release it. So. Well, and wheat whiskey is—it takes a little longer to age, right? Than than your standard. It, it, it's an interesting based. product to work with. <clears throat> really, um, it doesn't have a whole lot of other things going on. Uh, a bourbon has corn, rye, wheat, barley, other things all going on. You have a combination of things that then mirror to the barrel, which the barrel's giving you fifty, sixty percent of your flavor uh, anyway. Uh, wheat's much like single malt. It's got one grain profile. And then you got to find a barrel that matches to that to make sure it works well. And yeah, definitely, it takes a lot more time to try and see the progression of what's going to happen with it. Um, we just uh, released a single barrel of it, Cash Strength, our very first one. It came out. Oh, it's being released tomorrow. Okay, cool. <laughs> well, so see, I don't as, know anything about sales. It, I just, yeah, <laughs> just as you're listening, it'll be six days ago. So. Yeah, um, or actually, no, it'll be two weeks ago. Sorry. Because we have part two of our drunk fest yes. coming out next Jesus. week. <laughs> oh, nice bottle kill episode. We two uh, bottle kill episode. Yeah, oh, turned, really? turned into two during bottles, the yeah. episode. Yeah, yeah, we killed two bottles. A bottle and of one Stag, was a Stag Junior, Junior, which was like a one twenty six point two. Yes, and, and then <gasps> we killed the Woodford Reserve, uh, very fine, rare bourbon, seventeen yeah. year old that they just uh, released on Friday. How long was that show? About three Fuck, hours. Three hours. What happens yeah. in year two or hour two? <laughs> it's a blur. So, so we just released hour one today. And then after that, I started editing this morning and it just goes downhill pretty, yeah. pretty quick. So we it might was, not get another two it hours. It was ridiculous. There might be a good 20 minutes yeah. of content. We told him not to bring out that other bottle. Like that's obviously a pretty rare 17 <sighs> year old bottle. We're like, don't we get, do it. We got 15 of them. We can spare one. Yeah. It's a pretty rare bottle. Yeah, we bought them all. So but bourbon's yeah. made to drink and share. It you is. Don't, it just is. put it on a shelf and display it. I mean, that's great too, but you got to enjoy it. Sorry. No, we had, um, uh, I had gone on a trip last year before COVID and I got, um, Knob Creek released a single barrel when we were there. And it on the product, it says 13 years because that's the minimum. Right. This was a 16-year Knob Creek. Oh, oh nice. my God. We drank it one <laughs> night. It was not a good night. So, Well, the morning was worse yeah. than the yeah. night. But, yeah, um, the night was fine. Yeah, it was it's, great. it's the next day. Yeah. That's oh, we, then, were, we were dragging ass the next day. That's <laughs> so bad. It was, it was so terrible. bad, yeah. Yeah, we had that knob. We had the the Booker's. We had a Booker's 17-year-old rye. And those are generally pretty hot, too. Oh, my gosh. It was one of the best whiskeys I ever had in my life. It was pretty amazing. So, wow. do you have some like secret connections being a distiller to get some like exclusive products? <laughs> you, you don't have to answer that <laughs> if you don't want to. He, he's, he's shaking his head no, just for no. the listeners. So, I don't know how big the world is with that, right? Like, I know Small. bourbon's huge, and, and so many people are are joining it, but a lot of it's like this MGP stuff and whatnot. Mm-hmm. So, I didn't know, you know, the community how big it is and, and everything. So. It's a very small knit community uh, when it comes to this type of stuff. Um, you know, there's uh, most of the bourbon produced, obviously, in the world is in, is produced out of Kentucky, and uh, there aren't that many distilleries producing it. So, um, so yeah, when you try to find something that's 20 years old, yeah, 
for companies that haven't been around that right. long, there's only a few that you can go to get that. So, so uh, we hear every time we go down there that Kentucky makes 96% of the world's bourbon. But it seems hard with to believe. MGP in Indiana. Like, how is that possible? Like, that's are are they saying produced by like <laughs> meaning they fill it in the bottle there or what? I mean, because MGP makes a ton of bourbon, uh, a lot. So yeah, I can't. I can't I've got to believe it's more than. I mean, I'm going to say maybe one or two percent outside of Indiana and Kentucky, but I would think they've got to make more than three percent there. I mean, I would say between Indiana and Kentucky, and and you can't. I know technically we can't call. Tennessee product bourbon, but the basis of it is. I mean, you can yeah. as long as it's not a you know low. What do they call it? Logan or no, not Logan. Lincoln, the Lincoln process. The Lincoln process. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. The vast majority of bourbon made in the world in North America is from that region. There's yeah. no doubt. Yeah, so. for sure. I, it just it's funny because they always say Kentucky ninety six percent, and I know that Indiana is making a crap yeah. ton. So I just wonder how oh, yeah. accurate that percentage is. I've seen their fermenters; they're big. Yeah, I'm sure <laughs> they have a lot of stills. Well, so. and they're they're giving a lot of that to Kentucky too. It's I mean, so it's not just, Mm -hmm. you know, Kentucky, or it's not them just sending it to other states. Like, Kentucky's taking a lot of that stuff. They are. It was really cool, too. So, and I don't like to say sound rude. I take you guys for granted because you're in my backyard, Mm -hmm. right? When we were on the bourbon trail, I was seeing your guys' stuff everywhere. And it was really cool. It, like, I don't know, just to see your shit. Yeah, it was. It was a sense of pride. Like, oh, yeah, that's my hometown. That's in my backyard. (laughs) You know what I mean? And I did. I love seeing your guys' product. Like, almost everywhere we went, it was there. That so, horse soldier, horse soldiers everywhere yeah. right now too. So mm-hmm. it's uh, so very cool. Yeah. I'm I'm glad to see your guys's product. You know, out there in all these other regions, not just in Columbus. Yeah, yeah, we're uh, you know little by little. It, it's a difficult category to be in because you have to lay up so much stock. There's yeah. so much money that goes into laying up those barrels that are sitting out there, and then you just wait. Yeah. <laughs> it's like we'll see in <laughs> ten years. Yeah, uh, and uh, but yeah, it's. It's been a welcoming community in general, globally, and, and, and nationally. We're in a few few good states, and we're, we're just trying to lay up as much as we can and, and keep the, the sales going. But Kentucky's been great. We've got a good distributor down there now, and um, they take care of us. And it's nice to see our product sitting next to some of those stalwarts. You know, yeah, it's like, sure. oh, that's kind of cool. Uh, yeah. So um, how many states are you in now? Uh, we'll be in what? Right there. I should ask that guy. 12. Great. Uh, yeah, we're in 12, and I think the targets are a little bit higher than that for next year. So that's tough. The further from home you get, the harder it is to manage, yeah. uh, the more money you have to spend to manage. So uh, well, we're, we're going to Last go. time we were here, and I thought this was really cool, and I don't know if you picked up on this when we went to Stitzel Weller on Saturday, but I, that was the first time I'd seen barrels aging vertically like mm-hmm. that. Oh, yeah. And so when we went to Stitzel Weller, they were telling us how that's how they're starting to do it now. Yep. That way they can move them around on, you know, uh, a lot easier with pallets yeah. and, and forklifts and stuff. But I, as soon as they said that, I was like, oh, hey, Middle West is Yeah, doing yeah, so, I did actually pick up on that too because yeah. this is the first place I've seen them stored vertical that we have been. A lot of the distilleries moving forward are, are going to vertical racking. Uh, it, it's, uh, for con- it, it's, it's a portion of convenience for moving and uh, safety. Yeah, um, they, they mentioned the safety they did. aspect of it. Yeah, yeah it, it's. Uh, I, I will tell you when we when we first started getting heavy into distilling uh, whiskeys, uh, Beam allowed us to come into their their rickhouses. So this was early two thousand what eleven ten. Um, they they brought us in. The rickhouse managers spent some time with us, and, and we literally asked them. I was like, okay, we can do this. We can build these. What happens if we build these? He's like, well, your your guys are going to lose fingers. Literally, he's like, "Trust me, this stuff is not very safe." It, it's when you're taking the barrels out of the rickhouse; it's it's dangerous. There's been a lot of rickhouse collapses, right, as yeah. you're aware of. So it was a, a huge safety factor, and and we made a decision back then to say, "Okay, we we can build this, 
but what is better for us? And, um, and we went to the vertical, um, back then. And then we've had a lot of iterations on that, you know, pallets, how to stack, how to rotate, uh, heating, cooling cycles, all that kind of stuff. So we're constantly evolving it, but it looks a lot like what you see back there is the future state of, of our, uh, Rick's, uh, about six to seven high. That's only four high there. Yeah. So. Right. Right. Yeah, that's. I mean, that's pretty cool to me. I think. Yeah, absolutely. Did, does that create any variation from like aging wise? Do you notice any, any difference in the aging when it's on its side versus vertical like that, as far as flavor or anything? I I, I think a lot of uh, the 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 statistics show that there's a, a minor adjustment in angel share. But it's very minuscule. It's not that much at all. Is that because um, you're talking about just a single top layer in, in like contact with the air, or how does that? Yeah, it, there's there's um so the tops of the barrels are, are really not saturated in anything at all. So the heads of the barrels can dry out a little bit quicker. So you have a little bit more opportunity for uh, product escaping. But what we've seen, what we've heard, is that we're only a couple percentage points lower than what would be horizontal racking for for Rickhouse design and development. We see a pretty drastic uh, aging change because we're storing so high now uh, with the heat up top. Sure. You, you see a, a, a rapid acceleration of aging. And then we have to constantly try and pull and rotate and sure. move and pay attention to that. That um, was going to be my next question because like mm -hmm. Buffalo Trace, they don't rotate. They just mm -hmm. say, okay, top floor, that's benchmark. That's, you know. That's it. Yeah. And then middle floors, Buffalo Trace, bottom floors, Eagle Rare, stuff like that. Yeah, so it's, somewhere in there's Pappy. Yeah, <laughs> something. Yeah. I think depending, it, it's usually on the bottom floor. It sounds it's a, like, and that's but, special Rick House yeah. too, I believe. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. I, yeah I'm, I know, I know uh, Blanton's is, is like yeah. an aluminum, I think, or it's a metal Rick House. Something, something, yeah. yeah. But. Yeah, I mean, I, I I think it's a volume issue. Um, there are uh, there are standard ways in Kentucky to lay up brick houses, and there are companies that that's that's literally all they do. And if you've seen the Heaven Hill Fields, I don't know if you've seen them. Insane. You drive through the oh, country wait. and you're going, oh, yeah, it's we, a cornfield, and all of a sudden it's like, oh we went my there. god, just yeah. the the layer, like right. <laughs> having trouble talking in Bardstown, like the Rick houses out by their guest center or whatever. Is that what you're talking about? There's those there, but if you go, I, th I don't know if it's five to 10 miles away, they actually have a whole new Rick house development being oh, built. Wow. Okay. And these are 50,000 barrel Rick houses. Yeah. They're horizontal and it is insane. Jeez. It's like the pyramids. They're, it's beautiful. But, but, but for them, that is the way that they're operationally set up after the fact and before the fact. So why would they change right. their model? Right. Um, and their volume is just tremendous. Yeah. So you just keep doing what you're doing, lay out more stuff. We do not have their volumes, obviously. So we have the <laughs> capability to make decisions a little differently. Sure. So. Yeah, that makes sense. I mean, I, same thing with Buffalo Trace. Like, they've got all those new brick houses yeah. up on the hill. You can kind of see them when you're down in the valley. It's, I mean... Yeah, that's insane too. It's just crazy. there's so much bourbon being laid up right now. Oh, yeah, it, it's crazy. And I almost hope that like it doesn't become popular in like ten years, and I have all this bourbon I can find <laughs> everywhere. Well, the, you know what they'll do is they'll just start you know saving it, letting it yeah. age, letting it age. Yeah, and absolutely. That way you've got these twenty years, and these and yeah, that'll be that. But that'll be good too. So that's yeah. a, a question too. I was going to ask you: What's your oldest barrel you have here? Like, do you have anything you're like saving back? We have a couple. That's cool. Yeah. I, I figured, right back there. I figured you had a couple like hidden, I you love, know what I mean? I love the answers. I like yeah. it. Yeah. Initially when we, we laid a couple of those up, they were awful. Um, <laughs> yeah. We're like, oh, we're going to try this and see what happens. And, and, and we tried it, I think at four or five years and it was not good. And then literally a year later, we're like, wow, that actually worked out. And now we're just letting it sit. So that's we'll see cool. what happens. Yeah. That's real cool. So um, yeah, we've got a few things laid up. That's cool. I mean, mm -hmm. so you're 13 years in, right? Mm-hmm. 
And you were creating whiskey right out of the gates? 2010 on, yeah. So, okay, so, t- so you've got some 10-year ten ten whiskeys potentially. I'm, yeah. I'm just, I'm just <laughs> doing some math. You, some you didn't say it. You didn't say it. I said it. So that's cool. You could have some stuff. Uh, I mean, shoot. Yeah. A few years from now, like a little 15-year release or something. That'd be kind of neat. There are a couple that'll probably be released in that manner, but yeah. it'll all be single barrel. Yeah, sure. So, yeah. Yeah. That's how it should be. Mm-hmm. Make people uh, go nuts for it. Absolutely, yeah. <laughs> and not put a dram of water in it. I would be like, oh, uh, you remember God. the time we did that podcast? Can I somehow get one of those? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. So this is probably the longest we've ever talked without actually at least I know, starting to nose some yeah. bourbon or something here. So what do we have laying out in front of us here? Uh, we uh, we were doing a Michael in Reserve this week, and we ended up pulling out a couple extra barrels to, to sample on a single barrel uh, basis. So um, every once in a while, as you're doing your blends, which are real fun to do, um, drinking 30 or 40 samples <laughs> a day, uh, you pick out ones that just hit you right away that, okay, there's possibility for this to be something else. And that, that's what these are. So the barrels are marked, I believe on the bar- on the, uh, glasses over there. And I think, are they right to left, Rudra? So right to left. So essentially this is the Michael and reserve five years old, roughly, um, and uh, it's probably between about 122 to 128 proof, uh, non-cut, non-filtered. And eventually these will get picked up and, and go into whether our store or whoever wants to work with us on it to, uh, to pick them up. It's kind of fun picking these out. They sort of stick out like sore thumbs when you're doing the blends. So um, some are, I mean, they're completely different, which is the, the craziest thing is that the, the recipe can be identical. Mm-hmm. What comes through the fermenter is identical. What goes through the still is identical. We can take them in here and we can blend them into our blending tanks, which you may have saw the big stainless steel yeah. tanks over here, to get a batch out, to get stuff laid up in the barrel. That barrel may have been from the same tree in the same spot drying, in the same spot being built. And when they come in and we lay them up, they're sitting on the same skid for five years. And when we pull the barrel, it's they're night and day. They're not even remotely close to being the same. So that's the cool part. So we get a, it ran, it runs a gambit. I think the last, the, what the 16 or the 1163, what was that one? The 1684 was, I may or not, I may have a barrel or a bottle of that somewhere, <laughs> but, but we, we find these, these ones that, that, that seem to be going down the right path to do a single barrel release on them. And we'll continue to do that. And we, just did a wheat whiskey one. This is the bourbon. This is the Michelin. So the one on the far right. Which one's that one? Is that this one? This is the uh, 0398. 0398. And that's on the far right. I'm assuming you poured these as they're laid out. Okay. So yeah, you guys can try them at your leisure, but you're going to see the differences in them. So very light this on is, the nose. I get a lot of caramel on Caramel. Yeah. A yeah. lot of caramel. Which one are you on? The, right uh, the far right, 0398. So, are you guys? I love to smell the empty glass still, too. Column still. What do you What do you guys do? We do. Um, we have. Uh, we have both technologies oh, for this caramel. Yes. For this bourbon, we use uh, the column still with the doubler. So it's a column with a, a pot doubler. Yeah. So I've been watching a lot of Master Distiller and uh, <laughs> and uh, Moonshiners, and like I've learned so much about like. You know, I couldn't do it myself, but right. like, but I've at least learned you know the the doubler and all that stuff. It's kind of mm-hmm. cool. Yeah, the, the doubler is um, it's a nice addition to a column still, which is traditionally called the coffee still. It's a technology that's been around since like 
1888. So it's not like things have changed in this category a whole lot. Um, but you're able to run off a stripper, which would be called it the beer stripper. Oh. You're able to run <laughs> my a... Head, my head went a completely different direction. Uh, yeah. Well. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, you run through a doubler and it, it, simultaneously it, it's finishing the whiskey for you. It's refining and you're setting your, um, your go, no go for what comes out of your fermenter to go to the finished product because not everything you want to run through a continuous still, you want to get into a finished glass. So like, is that like your, you talking about like your heads and your tails or your hearts or whatever it's called? That's where it really varies uh, differently wildly from pot distillation. You do not make heads and tails cuts okay. on continuous technology. Okay. You, uh, you manage what stays and what doesn't stay. Um, and you do that through the doubler, through the stripping still, um, and then through your fermentation. So you want the fermenters to do the job of making sure they didn't do anything wrong. And then the still then uh, tries to find a sweet spot in the operation where it doesn't go too light or it doesn't go too soiled. And then you find that middle ground, uh, which is a constant battle on a daily basis. So That's cool. Uh, I think if I remember right, Angel's Envy did a... Uh, um, <laughs> something similar to that. And they were talking about that exact same thing with that continuous, like they're just continuously distilling. And I think they mentioned something about reducing the percentage of unusable or something like that. Um, you can, there's a thing called base loss that comes out of the, 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 the column still. So base loss is a factor of what uh, your volatiles you're eliminating from the still to actually go into finished product. And then there's a gatekeeper on the doubler for a temperature of the vapors that are allowed to get into finished product. Okay. And those two things you watch heavily. Um, you also watch your feed rate in your beer and your steam rates and stuff like that. But if you do it right, you can find a, a real nice center of what's coming out of the still. And there are adjustments every run. So we're constantly moving things up and down a little bit um, to, to try and find the right spot for running a particular product and something that is a whiskey that's a single malt versus a rye versus a wheat versus bourbons they run completely different out of the still hmm. so are these all different mash bills or are these the same mash bill? same mash bill okay same barrel type same char level same just, five years old <laughs> just um okay it, it just you see the differences yeah, they're yeah. vast yeah and they were in the almost identical aging area. Oh, I took I took some okay. of it. So <laughs> I like to like sample a little of each one and then revisit them. Yeah, mm -hmm. is what yeah. I because you know what I mean. I'll get it in my head like this was the best one. No, this no, next I'm, one's I'm the best one. The, like so, with, with a lot of flights. Well, beer flights I'll always go like dark to light, but like with, yeah. especially bourbon, you I try to get the gamut and then hone in on it. I was going to cleanse my palate there a little bit before I try water. this uh, this next one here. Oh, wow. So what did you get? Uh, I know you said caramel pretty I heavy on it. I got a ton on. of caramel on it. It does have, um, I, don't, I don't know if this is high rye or not, but I feel like I get like some bite from some spice. decent amount of rye. Yeah, yeah. there's a lot of spice. This is the, the Mike Lone's a, a weeded Weed. bourbon, but yeah. it has a really high concentration of small grains and a big chunk of that is rye. I pick up on the rye for sure. Yeah, on it. It, when the barrels chill, when they get colder, um, there is a spice and a, a sweetness that comes out of the barrel mm -hmm. as opposed to the summer, which is a lot of vanillins. That, that'll develop, and that's the fun part of the seasonal fluctuality, or Jesus, seasonal fluctuation. <laughs> it's a, it's the bourbon like that's already getting to me. We, just, I like started, we just started a new word, fluctuality. <laughs> I like um, it. Just I'm going to make a it. shirt tomorrow, fluctuality. <laughs> just go with that's it. That's great. Um, <laughs> but the seasonal changes really start to present themselves well in the winter because the barrels are starting to release what has been pushed into them during the summer. So it's like contracting. It's all contracting right in. now, yeah. and you get the, the flavors are, are pretty intense. Um, 
but you know these are actually probably higher in proof. They're probably in the one twenty five to one twenty eight yeah, range. I can tell. I mean, but I, I like that. Too. Yeah, yeah. It's, they're they're real they're real cash strength. <laughs> so, do you have a standard off the still uh, entry proof into the barrels? Usually? We do. Yeah, yeah. We're 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 standardized at one twenty for our stuff. But we're in the process of reevaluating that. Um, we're more than likely, we'll bring it down. Bring it down. Uh, yeah, we're going to bring it down closer to the 110, 112 mark. Um, that's a question of volume and time, obviously. Um, yeah. the, the lower you bring it, theoretically, the, the, the longer the age process has to be to match flavoring profiles. But when it is finished, you do not have to put as much water into it. Yeah. So you're not putting something that's neutral into it to when pull think, back from its flavor. I think, didn't we, Maker said that 110 is their entry or I right so. around there. Yeah. Um, and I think that's a pretty common range right in there. I know, what is it, Heaven Hill is like a... It's like 125 or something or, they said, or I Maybe thought. even one... How high can it be entry proof? Is it 125? It is. Yep. I yeah, think, so... Because that's what that I think that's sink. what they do. I think you're right. <clears throat> that, uh, those little grenades we got are like 125. I think those yeah. are oh, great. This. It's awesome. I got, I got two of them. Yeah, so, they're great. They're great. <laughs> Let's whip it up. Right. So I think well, the, I gotta uh, have like one to drink and then one to just like yeah, look at pretty on one, the shelf, one right? One to stash, one to smash. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Not my term, but Killed I love that in it. a day. Yeah. It was really good. So. so this one's. Are you on the second one yet? Nosing yeah, I'm it. I'm nosing it. Yeah. Yeah. Same here. Um, Number two is definitely sticking out. Fifteen fifty-seven here. Mm-hmm. It's sticking out on the nose. That's for sure. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. It's super smooth. That's 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 in the high one twenties. Um, but I, it does not feel that way. So I, I was going to say on the nose, you could, you could get the ethanol, but you could get the caramel blast. Right yeah. Away. Now this one, is, on this one, it's a little more subtle on the ethanol, but the, the oh, nose good. is still there. I, I like this one better. Um, I get like buttery on this yep. one. Yep. Um, and I love that like buttery toffee, um, coats the tongue Ooh, and it, it yeah. stays with you. The, the tongue is good yeah. on that. Yeah. Um, it's nice and like the coating viscous. of the tongue. I don't, I don't know why that is like certain things like coat the tongue like that no, but I, but, it, but i like that because for too. whatever reason any I, that may not be a, a real thing but anytime i've had one that does does that it coats the tongue real well i feel like the flavors just kind of explode a little bit better on the tongue mm-hmm. but yeah the, the 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 goal for for us in particular for blending and picking barrels is is um uniformity balance so when you you pick barrels you'll get some that are spicier some that are flat, some that have more sweetness. Like you take all of these things, but you're looking for off flavors more or less. Yeah. You're going in and you're saying, wow, what is not right? What needs to <laughs> oxidize out? Yeah. What, what needs time? And then you pull forward the stuff that seems to be in the right uh, category for, for taking things and pairing them. Then every once in a while you get one that you try right out of the barrel. It's like, wow, that's, it got every, it's got everything. Yeah. So it's, you don't have to do anything. Uh, you have to dump it. You have to run it through a filter press and you have to put it into a bottle and you call it a day. And that's kind of what these are. Um, <clears throat> and that's the fun part um, because we don't get them every time. So when we do a barrel dump on a week, we don't necessarily always find these. Uh, but every once in a while, one will stick out and you know it right away. And most of the time you get it by sensory nose, yeah. not even by trying it. You smell it right away. And then you pull it out, team evaluates it, and then we pull it forward. Um, but yeah, there's, I can tell you where mine are in this right now. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> what, well, how big is your tasting panel? Like, who all, uh, are you on the tasting panel? Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes we're, we're training just about the entire, as many people that we can train to do the work we do because, um, Unfortunately, as a small business, we're all running like this, yeah, and like and hands, yeah. yeah, so we we can't necessarily stop 
on a daily basis to um, to pull people aside like the big guys do. They've got rooms, sure, right? and then they've got tables that are white and they've got cardboard <laughs> walls that are white. Yeah. And we they, saw that tasting room at Maker's Mark. Oh, it was it's amazing. Insane. Yeah, yeah, like the private select know, one. Yeah, yeah. Chopin's playing and they're in there with <laughs> yeah, having a good time. We just don't have that capability, but we try to make sure that somebody is always the gatekeeper for what goes into a product. And and unfortunately, I try to taste everything, which is not a good thing. Um, <laughs> I was going to ask if you try and taste everything. Yeah. Well, and so one of the things I've heard, and I think this is interesting, and not everyone does this, is some places will proof it down to like 40 proof they do uh, do you guys do that too just so you can get the they say the 20 percent alcohol to, yeah easier to pick out like the inconsistencies or the correct okay. that, that's correct yeah you, you you dose with water you get it down to a lower proof and you can pick out the impurities a lot quicker really? okay you can um we do that for a lot of testing uh we do that for a lot of um new product development stuff uh yeah it's it's actually quite crazy how much you can pick out that's wrong and what is right just so. by proofing it down like that yeah yeah taking wow. it to 20 percent alcohol mm-hmm. so just so, so the alcohol can hide some of the impurities yeah oh completely yeah and and you know the stuff that you guys are it's talking about too. the stuff that we work yeah. on are you on your third one now yeah, the, uh, the, the third third one. number three 16 yeah. like my favorite mm. nose of the lineup mm, it's nice yeah. it really has that caramel i'm like, still leaning towards two right now but, i am but too this this, the second one is still by far my favorite two for me is my overall favorite i really like the nose on number yeah three. yeah it's um, about what i got i haven't disliked yeah. my nose yet though so it's <laughs> i dislike your nose but yeah that's touche <laughs> yeah we uh this one is equally smooth but not quite as smooth as number two you yeah, know what yeah. i mean um a yeah. little more spice on this one too yeah there's a little me. bit more rye it's coming through yeah. a little bit more mm-hmm. yeah yep. that two is i don't feel anything like there's no there's yeah. no burn at all it's I just know. perfect mouth coat it's it's a balance and that's what number is that one by the way 1557 i'll have to remember that one so um yeah it, it this is the fun part um you know, we made this stuff over five years ago. Yeah. That's the crazy Seeing, part. It's like uh, raising your kids, you know? <laughs> and then drinking them or what? <laughs> <laughs> Listen, Jackass. This analogy breaks down the more you think about it. So, And you set them off and see how they do. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Okay, sure. Right. Yeah. It, it <laughs> takes some time. So. Oh, gosh. That's good, too. Yeah, it is. Yeah. It is very good. Got to be careful. This stuff pickles you quick. Yeah. <laughs> well, and it doesn't feel like it is. That's the that's, that's the problem. Right. Number two, I would have a bottle disappear on me and be like, "Well, where did that go?" Yeah, that that's the challenge. Is that you don't realize when one thirties creeps up on you. <laughs> <laughs> then yeah. you stand up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I gotta go do something, and it doesn't work. All right, I'm gonna give this last one here a little a little go. This is the 1659. Yeah, we. Ooh, wow, this has a good nose on it. Yeah, I, the number one, the nose on that is just insane caramel. Yeah. Yeah, uh, I got that. 0398. Holy crap. Yeah, but the rye is very, very high, like high pepper. That doesn't bother me, though. I kind of like that uh, juxtaposition. Is that the right word? Juxtaposition. Yep. Yeah, where you got Yeah, the, that's real nice. That's a, good balance. The... that's a good balance. Yeah, that is. Yeah, that's better That's than really good, too. Yeah. Um, I love when I revisit stuff after, yeah. mm-hmm. you know... Because that's the first one we did. Yeah. Yep. And then you go back to it after having some of the others. And, and that's why I like to like save, you know what I mean? A little mm-hmm. bit, not drink all of this well, one, all of this one. And, and I remember this because I just edited it, but it's just like, <laughs> I think you were, or no, it might've been Jeff talking about, uh, you know, Blanton's versus ancient age, 10 star, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. you know, the first drink, they are very, very, com- you know, comparable, but then the more and more you drink it, the more it opens up and you realize, okay, this is Blanton's, this is, 
you know, it's Blands for a reason. This is Angel's or ancient, ancient, whatever age, 10 star. Um, and it just doesn't ever open up and it just stays flat. Mm-hmm. But like you go back to these and you can kind of see which ones are starting to shine, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. As I haven't even still uh, <laughs> tasted this fourth one yet, but. No, oh, wait. Yeah, it's interesting when that <laughs> happens. I'm like, one, two, three, four, I think. I don't know, but I have to revisit a couple of them. Yeah. I still think this number two for me is my absolute favorite. Um, this 1557 yep. that we did. Yep. I, for me, that's, you know, in my palate, I think that's my favorite one. But I like buttery stuff for some reason. That's, I'm the same way. And the way that, it, again, it coats my tongue. Well, the viscosity on two and three, I really, really enjoy. The nose on number one is just ridiculous. Yeah, it has so much caramel on the nose. And I, I, The funny thing, I'm, I'm not a huge caramel guy, but in my bourbon... That when caramel's present, oh yeah, I, I don't know. I just I really enjoy it, but I'm not a huge caramel guy. Like I'm not gonna eat caramel. Man, I can't believe how much I just visited it on the nose, and I'm oh yeah, the one, yeah, the first one, especially after going back down the line, revisiting that like really stands out with just how much caramel you get. It's so much caramel. It's like caramel now. (laughs) Yeah, isn't that how it works? (laughs) Holy shit! Mm -hmm. We had this discussion. Is it caramel or caramel? It depends on if your pinky's out. (laughs) To the sky, bro. That is ridiculous. Yeah, I would think four. We may not even. We may put four back. So I'm not happy with that one. The sixteen fifty nine. Yeah, we're gonna put that one out. Here. So. <laughs> I I would say that's probably my least favorite. I mean, they're yeah. all good. Yeah, I, yeah. I wouldn't. It's I, better in a blend, but you see the difference. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, for sure. You yeah, see, and and that's what you're looking for. These stand out and make this look subpar. This was probably but it, but something it's not subpar. That's the thing. It just it mm. compared to these other three. <laughs> Yes, correct. Yeah, but but it, it, that's it, like it, saying the the guy sitting on the bench on the All Star game is, you know what? In my it is. I, mean, I get what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. that's yeah, a good we'll, analogy. It won't make it. <laughs> you're cut. Yeah. Yeah. Like, no, it just got cut. Everyone's trying to talk it up. He's like, yeah, no, I hear no. what you're saying. Listen, no. I'm, I'm a red tag in your locker. You're cut. <laughs> it's definitely Vince Vaughn. It was my least favorite for sure, and it it made the least impact on like yeah. in my nose and my mouth. It was the least memorable out of it. Yeah. The other mm-hmm. ones I can pick out the notes that I really enjoyed that really hit it. If someone served me this at a at a party or at a dinner or whatever, I wasn't. I wouldn't have. You would write it. I wouldn't have complained oh. about it. I would have been fine with it. This will disappear for another year. So we'll see what happens. Well, that means that we have to come back in a year and yeah. revisit it. Yeah, we can, we'll, we'll, we'll tag that one. We got RF chips on our barrels. We can find it quick. Do you so. really? Yeah. We ta- tag them. That's cool. So that, mm-hmm. Here's an experiment. We should sample this, put like one ounce samples back, and then so it doesn't continue aging, and then see what compare happens. it in a year. We can do that. It would be that, cool, like the oak cool bottle you were experiment. talking about too, putting someone like in the oak bottle, right? And then like yeah, yeah, pouring yeah. out little pieces of it. Have you seen the oak bottle? I'm sure yeah, you yeah, have. Yeah, yeah. And all that. That would be a neat one to do that with too. Yeah, this one, it, it's it's just not balanced enough yet. So, but that's what we find out. Yeah. So that's the fun Gosh, part. I haven't even gotten back to this in my mouth yet. It's The nose is so good. <laughs> on number one? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm saving number two to finish because it is by far my favorite. Number two is my favorite. That's the note yeah. that I, I want to end on. One, Same. the nose is my favorite. Uh, I'm sorry, three of the nose was probably my favorite. One is oh. just, it's super, the caramel's very there. Yeah. I think three has the more balanced nose, which I like a lot. Um, they're all good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> One's my favorite nose for sure, but I think two may be my favorite um, overall. Mm. Yeah, that's dangerous. See, I like the the nose on three. So on one, you get the caramel punch initially, and that very much is what's driving the nose. 
On three, you get the caramel as kind of the afterburn to it. So it's more of a subtle, like, creeps up on you, and then you get the caramel. And I like that aspect to it. Man, so we like to do this thing where we smell the empty Glencairn oh, as amazing. well. Yeah. And so this is that number two that's empty if you Did want you to smell it. Did you drink it already? No, no. It was sitting from <laughs> over here. I was like, holy hell. <laughs> yeah. I got a whole barrel back here. No. <laughs> I always get the wood mm-hmm. in, I do. in the empty glass. And it brings it forward. Like just yeah, that once oakiness the, once out of the it. bourbon's gone. And uh, you get that tobacco, that leather. Yeah, whatever, it starts that, to really show. Yeah. I, I get a little sweet at the end of it, though, yeah, too. Yeah, for sure. You know? For sure. Yeah. I do, as well. Have you ever done that, Sam? Just smelled the empty glass oh, before? Yeah. Okay. I will do it again, happily. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah. Here's number three for me. So I've gone back through one, two, and three. Mm-hmm. I'm just finishing off four because I know it's not the one. <laughs> just not for me. I can't let it go to waste, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, God, that's good. Absolutely, I can't waste. I, my, my friends have a very strict no beer left behind policy. I feel yeah. like that just applies to alcohol in general. No fallen soldiers. What's exactly. interesting to me is I really like all three of these for completely different reasons. Mm-hmm. Number one, the nose is just phenomenal. Number three, I think I like the taste of the best, but it's like the weakest nose to me. Yeah, it's number light. three has Super a very light. light nose. I agree. But but flavor is just ridiculous. And then two, it's like a great combo of nose and 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 taste i think three is my favorite and like tasting one's my favorite nose two is my favorite just well it's had a chance it's, to it's, sit and oxidize a little bit too right. you know what i mean so but like the nose is the the my least favorite on this because it's just not i don't want to say it's not there it's just not as uh it doesn't powerful. Punch you, yeah it doesn't yeah. punch you in the face like the first one that, that's why i like the nose on three is it has that subtlety that you can get yeah. the different notes throughout it one is very much just caramel and that's that's the main takeaway of it. And my only problem with sometimes a, a nose being that powerful in one, mm. you know, uh, scent or one flavor or whatever, is that a lot of times you're expecting that on the on the palate. And you yeah. Don't, you don't get it. Yeah. The way that you smell it, and it almost it's almost like you think you're about to drink a, a water and you have seven up or vice versa. You know, like you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you yeah. Know, you're thinking you're about to have one thing and something else happens Rebaca. in your mouth. Yeah. Red vodka. Yeah. <laughs> so with like charring of the barrels, mm-hmm. do you ever get any? So I know you said they're char four. Do you ever get any like inconsistencies where one's like a heavier char for or a lighter char for, or how's that process done? Most of the uh, the guys we work with, they're they're pretty rigorous with their timing when it comes okay. to their 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 flame and the intensity of the flame when they're burning the barrel. It's it's pretty computer controlled. Uh, we've played with char fives. Um, there are char fives. There's a lot of people that get down to char twos, char threes, and we've we've uh, we've tested a lot of them. We do play with char three. In other categories, not in our bourbon, um, we've tried the char fives. It's just too much. It's like the uh, the tannins and the wood are just overreaching, and they don't balance out for us. They they really don't balance out the whiskey. But I know that a lot of people play with them. It just doesn't. It's not in our wheelhouse. Um, but yeah, we we mess around between the three and the four. Um, but the guys that that do this, if you've seen them making these barrels. Not in person, but like no, in it, videos. It's exceptionally like, automated. Like yeah. it's like forty-five and a half seconds, two hundred and eighty-nine pounds. It's like they got it down, and it's pretty consistent. Yeah. Um. The 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 layer of depth of the char in the barrel. If you look at the actual staves themselves and how far they go in, you can tear one barrel down to the one thousandth barrel, and they're going to be very similar. So, what you can't control is where the trees grow. And side of a mountain, like a dry season versus a wet season versus a, you know. Yeah. And this is something we talked about earlier because we went to Buffalo Trace and they were talking about their single oak project. Yep. Where they, I think it was 192 variables they came up with, something like that. And it's like, is it the wood from the top of the tree? Is it from the bottom of the tree? 
You know, how old is it? There were so many crazy how variables. How season it? Uh, was it a wheat or a rye-based bourbon? Something about the soil, too, I think, where it was grown uh, in, like the pH levels in the soil. It was insane. There That's was actually a, a, a lot big of cross. The, uh, yeah, go ahead. A good buddy of mine is a sommelier out in uh, San Francisco. And that, a what? A sommelier. Oh. Wine, oh. A professional wine snob. Okay. Uh, but that that's very much what like that's the that's the word that Tyler has a stroke every time he tries to say it. He's like some of them. It's the exact a same of them. conversation of like what you're ta- having with the the wood is what they have with the 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 grapes, the grapes and stuff like every time, and that is very much the soil, the weather patterns right. that year. So yeah. that's very much when you're using a a plant based derivative in your product that actually has direct contact with what you're using going to be a huge factor that really plays into it yeah it makes a, a huge difference uh, whether you're getting oak from uh northern u.s versus missouri versus ohio virginia it, it all impacts finished product 50 to 60 percent of the flavor that comes into this whiskey is from the barrel uh the way that they char them based on time of temperature and depth of the the wood and the, and the burn that's pretty consistent manufacturer to manufacturer at the char level uh but how the tree grew, where it grew, soil, side of a mountain, flattened valley, everything is different. The patterns for growing oak up north in North America are, are way, uh, way more tightly packed. So trees don't grow as fast the further north you go. Mm-hmm. Okay. You, get, you get further south, Ohio, Virginia, Missouri, they grow quicker oak in specific, the specific st- species that's used to produce barrels for whiskey um, drastically affects product. So you just have to know that going in and, um, you know, find a good manufacturer you can work with to make sure that things are balanced. And we've been testing with Speyside for, uh, oh, many, many years. Uh, Jackson, Ohio, Speyside Cooperage moved yeah, in. Yeah, yeah. Um, um, that's close to my hometown. So, oh, really? So my Vin- buddy goes Vinton down County? there. No, 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 that's Pike County. Um, Is it? I think so. I think it's Vinton County. Is it, the line on those are I close. <laughs> I don't know. Um, we played them in football. But, that's why I remember uh, they were in our conference. My buddy goes in there all the time and gets their scrap wood for firewood. Oh yeah. So because they have so much scrap wood, and the guy's like, "Yeah, I'll give you two big bucket loads for like sixty bucks." He was so tired of leaving wood, he was like, "Fuck this," and just left <laughs> because he had loaded so much wood. Because they were just like, "Just take it." Sounds like a gigolo. So <laughs> <laughs> no, Jackson uh, Spaceside is a, a French company. They have made uh, reconstituted barrels in in Scotland for. A long time, I think seventy something years, and they they started a fresh cooperage in Speyside or for uh, in Jackson for uh, the company. It's the first time they've done that, and uh, they ended up going into an old furniture manufacturer and um, uh, revamped uh, the town. Brought a lot of jobs back. It was great uh, success. Jobs Ohio helped, I believed, to to bring that there. I think they were going to place the plant in Kentucky somewhere, and then last minute they switched over to Ohio. And we're lucky. Uh, we're, yeah. we're thankful they're there because day one when they opened, we were knocking on the door. <laughs> and, uh, and they brought in a ton of stuff. And, and Darren, who's the, uh, the, the, the president there, he's been very good to work with. He's got a lot of knowledge from Brown Foreman and the whole team there just knows what they're doing. And there's a ton of barrels sitting out there right now. As a matter of fact, I can see them sitting up there uh, where we've done a, a, a pretty fairly amount, a uh, good amount of tests with them, with our distillate, trying to figure out what works with all the stuff that they do. And uh, it was a three to four year project to shape actually the Michelin Reserve, the wheat whiskey and the pumpernickel rye. They all have received some sort of different treatment than what you would normally get at a, a plant because of the work that they did with us. So 
was that's a lot of fun. Pretty cool. Yeah. I, I'm going to say though, I as being a Walking Dead fan, I used to. I just always <laughs> assumed it was Michelon. <laughs> so that's cool that you're. I'm hearing you say, my, "Is it Michael? Michaelone? Yeah, Michaelone. yeah. Okay. My 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 <laughs> poor funny. family. Like any any of my cousins that have the last name Michaelone, nobody says the name right whenever they're playing sports. So that's kind of funny, <laughs> but. uh yeah, it's uh, it's my grandfather's last name. They oh, were cool. a northern Italian. They're from the Milan region and um, emigrated in the early 1900s. And uh, the Ellis Island uh, check-in people could not pronounce Misaloni. It was Italian, and they said, <laughs> screw it, you're Michael Owen. That's mis- <laughs> they changed their name. It's Misaloni from now on for me. <laughs> yeah. I like that, though. I, I love when I hear... Those little stories on like the namings or yeah, you know that kind of the stuff to, to know there's a history and... like family history even that that's mm-hmm. to me I lo- I love that stuff yeah Ellis Island did that so. <laughs> that's fine are your grains from Ohio as well like they your are. corn and all that stuff yep so and that's something I love too is when something's like small in the sense that your grains are from Ohio your barrels are from Ohio glasses from here you know everything that you guys are doing Labels. is all from here. Yeah, so, we, we did uh, Woodenville whiskey, uh, whiskey Company recently. Yes. Um, oh, yeah. Woodenville's great. Yeah, I loved it. They yeah, sent very some, good. I just picked up their vanilla cream, Ooh. OHLQ. Just picked that up the other day. Where'd you get that? Um, at a liquor store. Oh, perfect. <laughs> Not going to tell you uh, where. <laughs> no, it, it was actually, it was the one uh, Polaris Parkway. I was picking up my wife's birthday cake, and they it was a Chateau Wine and Spirits right beside it. Okay. Um, but they had that, and they had the uh, Bourbon County... Um, uh, Stouts mm-hmm. that are aged in the bourbon barrels. That so. port one that I got is so good. It I tastes got like the, chocolate. I got the caramel got. one, caramel, and caramel. I got the um, apple something or other. I don't know. It was a cherry, some, cherry something or other. So, uh, would you guys ever do like a double oaked or anything? Have you ever thought about that? Like any finished products? Like, oh. I love that you just smile. I know. He's like, <laughs> you sons of bitches. Don't be giving out my secrets. Uh, yeah, we've got a whole bunch of those sitting out there that are right. Um, yeah, which, which aisle are those in? <laughs> <laughs> no, we've uh, we've had a double cask program for some years, and we've been very cool changing it around a little bit. We're we're flipping some of the branding around, but yeah, we'll we'll have some new entrance to that here in the fall, or I'm sorry, the spring. Oh, nice. I'll nice. be looking for that on the shelf. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, it's all um all high proof. We we'll never I don't think we'll ever really run any of our whiskeys down into the eighties anymore. Um it's we don't have the volumes to do that. If we were a volume player, we'd go to eighty. Yeah. But we're yeah. not ever going to be that. So uh we've got some double cask uh projects that are going to be released here in the spring. Um, and then they'll continue through through the year. So the bourbon okay. bourbon cream was released for holiday. Mm-hmm. That shuts off. Then those will kick in and roll forward. So cool. well, I am. I'm glad I asked that question. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that was not planned either. <laughs> well, I mean, you asked the question. That's so what, what happens when you drink. Yeah, yeah. shit. <laughs> it's like the, the Seinfeld. <laughs> it is uh, the, the key to the vault. <laughs> yeah, schnapps. <laughs> That's good. So it's funny because I've had now granted Rudolph freaking uh, dick me over with number three here, and I got the least amount on that one. <laughs> but uh, four is the only one that still has uh, bourbon left in it for me. Oh, I smashed that one because it's mm. my least favorite. Yeah, and I'm like, I, I got to get it. I mean, I've got a little bit left in two and one, but I, to me, it's it's between two and three. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know. I get a lot of caramel, a lot of smoke on the first. I, I do get some smoke. Yeah, yeah I a, get... Uh, I'm still two. I'm sorry. I, I got uh, balance, but nose is heavy on two and uh, a little bit of spice. The, the, the mouthfeel on three is probably one of the best. Mm-hmm. Um, but the nose is weak mm-hmm. compared the to nose two. Is weak. Yeah, so that that and that it's just so ironic how that works. So. It is crazy. Like it, it blows me away how good that one tastes, but how weak the nose is. 
Yeah, it's just um, it's you're comparing them to others that have yeah. a more powerful. That's um, probably true. And I will say, I feel like the nose has grown a bit since it has been out. Yeah, bored. am yeah. I the only one yeah. who sound, thinks he sounds like he's in like a large amphitheater without a microphone? I don't know. Maybe you have some echo. Okay, I, don't I almost feel bad, but I, no, I know you don't, <laughs> and I and I appreciate that you don't care. It's weird. The other thing you can do is you can always take these and heat them up a little. Oh. Yeah, that's. Uh, I mean, we are essentially like, trying this in a refrigerator. Please, so I might have some more. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we're we're literally sitting in the middle of our warehouse, <laughs> yeah. drinking right fifty now. degree. But weather. you know what? I love this freaking table that is in the middle of this warehouse. What was I, the history behind the table here, Rudra? You told us last time we were here. He <laughs> needs to be. Able, oh, there you go. Better? Yeah. There yeah. we go. So more better. Um, the table that we have sitting in our single barrel room. Um fancy, but fairly plain for what it is. Mm-hmm. Um the wood for this table is from the first desegregated school in Ohio. That's what it was. Uh, and then we had it built into this table and it's mm-hmm. now our single barrel table. Uh needs a little bit of love and attention. It's been sitting in this dry warehouse for yeah five years, but uh it's a really good table and it's a great place to for us to do a barrel pick like this. Yeah, you could probably just add some oil to it or something like some that. Some linseed oil or yeah, some shit would be absolutely. good for it. It looks yeah. it looks good though. We're gonna call restoration hardware. That's <laughs> spray yeah, their stuff. I freaking on it. love restoration hardware. My wallet doesn't, but <laughs> Yeah, no, it's expensive. Now this yeah. table was um Ohio State bought the school. Uh it was over on Kenny. And uh this was early in our days. And um we had fortunately with OSU's connection for the we we had known some people that were in the ag department and they had ended up uh getting us a a, a waiver essentially to go in because they had knocked the school down. And um we were able to it was asbestos laden, it was not mm-hmm. good. But uh we went in and that's why this took is the so wood good. asbestos. I, I'm not kidding you when I we were tearing the beams out, they were they were you know, a foot and a half by a foot and a half. And they were A-frame trusses that were from here to the wall. They were huge. And uh, we were able to get it to a, a carpenter, and he was able to do this for us. It was pretty cool. It's, awesome. it's all that's left. So hopefully someday we can donate this back, um, donate that back to the university. So we'll see. We kind of like it, though. It's a cool table. It's, it's a really cool yeah, table. Yeah, yeah. It's a great just, like, sitting area and, and so, stuff like this. It's perfect. So the this is... A table made from the wood. It's a table made from the... the it wasn't a table in the, the place. You guys had it made from the wood from that? Correct. Yep. Okay, we pulled gotcha. it out and yeah, this was like rafter beams and, and gotcha. stuff. Yeah, these, yeah. Okay. these posts, you can see they've been, they're one piece. No, those are sweet. Yeah. Yeah. You don't find wood like this anymore. You know, carrying that mean, out was... They don't make wood like this anymore. <laughs> well, it's <laughs> southern yellow pine. Yeah. Yeah. Like well, those the, old Amish This stuff's interesting stuff. to me. I'm about to build a, a bourbon room in my, uh, oh, in my nice. basement, so... Like just seeing stuff like this, it just gives me ideas. So we got a lot of staves back there if you want them. So. Holy, old, old <laughs> you got some cool hands. Barrel, like barrel hands, need some barrel heads and shit too. Yeah, we we had uh, we had a lot of barrels we've been dumping over the years, and there's no home for them, or we get them back from a brewery, so they fall apart quickly. Yeah, uh, they dehydrate. You should try so. and get a barrel head or something from Middle West to put down there. That would be great. I, I mean, this is think our we can first, that. you know, <laughs> barrel pick thing that we've ever done. What a cool, you know, and yeah, have have cool. everyone sign it or something and hang mm-hmm. it up. In your room, I mean, that's a cool idea. I like that. Yeah, you're welcome. Especially <laughs> if I do that. Especially if I do that barrelhead wall that I was talking about doing. Yeah. So we went to Stitzel Weller, <laughs> and they had like a, a whole bunch of what were they four by fours or something, basically making almost like oh, a, yeah, yeah. a tic tac toe board type of thing. But all of the uh, holes or all the squares had a barrelhead in them. Oh, that's cool. And it, it was, was really cool. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And behind it, it was just it looked like a piece of plywood that had been you know uh, 
just like burnt, burnt or something like and then they put the barrel heads you know so that was the back and then they had the four by fours like in a in a checker checkerboard yeah or, checkerboard pattern i mean you should actually make a game of tic-tac-toe with staves that are crossed and barrel heads <laughs> well what i was thinking there's not was, enough room <laughs> uh barrel heads across the top down the middle and across the bottom and then the two on either side being like a display shelf where i could have a couple of bourbons like you know some i don't know if i don't have any unicorns really i guess maybe this a uh, new one from Woodford is Woodford. a unicorn, I guess. But yeah, that's uh, supposed to be a pretty rare thing. Seventeen years. The one that you now have really of. Well, yeah. <laughs> that was between four of us. Let's be fair. Yeah. I have, I have, and I'm giving Your two wife to my. I'm giving to this, two to my she? friends. No, she doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> she's like Tyler. Um, she's probably with Tyler right now. No, <laughs> uh, no, I'm selling two off. I have three left, and I'm thinking of trading one for an old Forester. If someone's listening and they have an old Forester, one fifty, I assume. Yeah, I, yeah, I'm not well, going to just give it, not well, just an old Forester. Like a birthday <laughs> bourbon. No, just an 86 proof. I'd like a birthday bourbon if yeah, it was yeah, one yeah. of those. No, I mean, I, I would consider a birthday bourbon, but I'm looking for the old Forester 150. It's a it's a single-time release. It's a single-time release. I was hoping they could, yeah. you know. I kind of kicked myself in the ass. I only bought one of the I don't know thinking. I spent so much fucking 17 money. 17 years old, one-time only release. It's mm. from when McCall and the other, uh, you know, came into Woodford Reserve, 2003. They yeah, 2003. They barreled it in math and uh (laughs) i mean it's such a cool cool uh, bottle and it it tasted so good i bet what i remember (laughs) you'll (laughs) listen to the podcast next week you'll You'll understand why (laughs) you'll remember brett you also need to listen to the podcast just remember what you talked about shit sometimes (laughs) i don't want to remember we were all pretty drunk by that second hour oh it was bad it it does not take long when it's that high proof no well and the stag was the it was the the uh a primer, I guess. So, yeah. uh, and then you brought out the uh, Heaven Hill six year that they do for like people from Kentucky only, like it's exclusive green to them. Label, the Green Label Heaven Hill. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <clears throat> so I've tried to get that before. I cannot get my hands on that. We went Shit, down we there. Got it you one. Yeah, it was everywhere. I've got it. I, I, sitting around. I literally went down to grab one. I went over to Heaven Hill and I could not get my hands. They on don't one. sell it there. They don't sell it. Why? Well, I don't it's understand in, why. It's, but it's in the stores. Yeah, it's we in the just stores. went to a local like liquor store. On our way back from uh, Maker's Mark, mm-hmm. just stopped at the corner. It was we were just came to a corner and there was a liquor store. I'm like, yeah, let's go in there. They had it all over. It was the like place. a quickie no mart, yeah, quickie mart type thing. Yeah, it's fifteen dollars. Jeez, and it's good. It's yeah, very good. It's yeah. a six year. I've had it before. It's it, very it's, nice. Yeah, yeah, I mean, it's not like the best thing you're ever going to have, but it's it's good for fifteen dollars. Absolutely, it's like a sore penis, man. It's hard to beat. Can't beat it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <You got laughs> I don't think right when you're right when you're drinking. It. <laughs> yep. Yep. Oh god. So bourbon up the nose. Did you make a decision on your favorite yet or not? Because you said, I'm between this one and I'm between this one. So I'm Listen, just curious if you made a decision. I, I, have, I have also excluded four. <laughs> well, no shit. We excluded four like Listen, an hour ago. Listen, Sassy. I will say out of just casually reaching for them, three is the one that I go to the most. It's How do you still have any bourbon in your glasses? Because what? I go very slow so I can appreciate it. I guess we're guzzlers over here, Brett. I know. I don't know. <laughs> There's a whole barrel sitting there, so whatever you know. That's, that's fair. That's fair. Hey, we haven't done a barrel kill episode yet. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Five men die. Episode. <laughs> that's also really rich coming from Sam, the guy with the whatever liver 
hyperactivity that you can't really get drunk off of. But right, he's yeah, I don't know if you know this, Brett, right but, but he processes alcohol faster than the normal person. So you're kind of like Wolverine, like <laughs> for alcohol, get shot for, alcohol. Alcohol. for alcohol, yeah. not yeah. for the abs uh, or anything okay. else. <laughs> but Wolverine, that can still get hangover. So you don't get drunk, but you still get a hangover. Yeah, uh, that part sucks. The worst part. Well, so I you're like a shitty then. Wolverine. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's the shitty bourbon, bourbon Wolverine. <laughs> That's funny. That's saw, how do we go to comic books? I don't, what the hell just happened? I don't, I'm sorry. <laughs> we just lost half of our listeners <laughs> and, gained, and gained another 20 from another. <laughs> Who doesn't know who Wolverine is? They're Freaking. Into, we, we get into a whole bunch of people that are into cosplay. <laughs> Disney bought I wait that till he shit takes a drink. Have you noticed that? Yeah, That's like, twice now. <laughs> See, this happens, and then you're like, well, why don't you drink quicker? This is why. <laughs> I'm not that funny, so you, you're safe. <laughs> you're safe. No, I'm a... Uh, God... I'm I don't know what fifteen fifty seven all day, man. I think I'm holding one. Yeah, I'm holding number one. Yeah, fifteen fifty seven is. Which one is that? Your three? GM. Uh, that's or number two. 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 Ironically, that's the year that I was conceived. It was fifteen. <laughs> yeah, I might need a little. Uh, uh, let, let's do that. Do that's a chaser on the regular. <laughs> yeah, just to go have something to compare it to. I like that idea. So this is what happens when you blend it out and then you filter it down. So this is... Is uh, this the cast strength of the nope. regular? Okay. This is just regular Mike okay. Loon. And this is... Uh, this is what we got drunk to. 95% or 95 proof, I'm sorry. So this is going to bring back memories of the initial COVID hatred back in March. Because that's when we drank this last. Was it that long ago? It, yep. uh, the Arnold. Oh, yeah. Yeah, which is either three weeks or seven years ago, depending on when you ask mm. me. Yeah, but you I see know. it's gone through a lot of blending. And it's gone That's through. It's got to be so hard to blend things and make tough. it consistent. It's tough. But then you got the filtration. That's good. Yeah, it's real nice. It is good. It's yeah, just it's, a, nice. it's a balanced, it's a really balanced, because I know smooth is a, is a curse word in the bourbon mm. industry, but balanced, it's good. It, it hits the tongue. It's got some viscosity. It's got a, a medium finish, I would say. Yep. I like when there's like some char in the bottom of it, some like little alligator char. I don't know why. Little pieces. Yeah. The stag had that. I got it some did. of that on, on Friday. Yeah. It's like a brisket or some shit. It's, it's like it's like you. It's uncut and, <laughs> and unfiltered. I'm so sorry. It's back to comic I books. I paused at the wrong time. So, so I read this thing the other day, and it dot, was dot, like dot. Wolverine <laughs> could never be circumcised. Oh, that's well, well, it, it happened later in life. So I'm sure by then he was already circumcised. I don't know. God damn it! We're back to comic books. I what was the just fuck? saying. I just thought about that. Damn it! Here, damn it, Brett. I expect that from Sam, not from you. Yeah, well, he appreciated it though. <laughs> I do. We all did. He's wearing the Donatello shirt, I by the way. That, yeah. That's pretty awesome. I, I am the one I don't know where you got that, a, but that's uh, pretty awesome. Uh, I like uh, it. Homage. I like oh, it. Oh, really? Great. Yep. That's fantastic. So, uh, Is it homage or homage? or? I've always said homage. 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 I like, I, I like the, the, emphasis the growl. The homage. <laughs> no, my, uh, my buddies and I have uh, each of the four Ninja Turtles represented via tattoos between us. As our friends, tattoo. are you Donatello? Or mm-hmm. you, okay, yeah, I, have, I didn't know if you were cheating on your. You tattoo. have a bow staff tattooed on you. I have a Donatello in Jedi robes with a double bladed purple lightsaber on my Damn. back. Holy shit, that's legit. That's going. <laughs> you have to really theory. think about that. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, really like, good. You, not only are you showing your love for Teenage Mutant Ninja oh, yeah. Turtles, you're oh, yeah. showing your love for Star Wars oh, yeah. at the my, same time. My One buddy tattoo. has uh, comic book Leonardo on his ribs. His wife has '90s cartoon Michelangelo with Cowabunga on her ribs, and uh, our other friend has a portrait Raphael on his arm from the movies. I have a pirate ship. <laughs> I have a I penguin from when I was 270 I'm not pounds. kidding. There's a pirate ship on my leg. <laughs> I've got a penguin. 
He does because you waddled when you were fat. <laughs> when I was 270 pounds, I waddled. Yeah, damn straight I did. Fucking, you walk straight when you're fucking 270 pounds, asshole. <laughs> <laughs> this is what happens. <laughs> Listen, I think these things all the time, but when I'm drinking, they just come out. So speaking of nothing related to that, uh, I will say that the... Uh, what are we sampling, Ian, real quick? Is this just the straight... <laughs> uh, this, this is just straight uh, bourbon this is whiskey. Blend. Yeah, this is... Okay. okay. But this is what happens when you blend and then you filter. Yes, okay. So, and you cut. It's softer. It's always going to be softer and there's just a... That's a good word because I was like water. Yeah, it's <laughs> like, very... Yeah, when, yeah, going from 130 to, yes, to it's 95. Amazing. It's good. It's really good. But it's a sipper. So that's it what, is, that's, that's, what yeah. that's built for. Yeah. Unfortunately, you can drink that really fast. <laughs> yeah, I just, we just showed that, didn't we? Yeah, yeah, it goes quick. We have the rye out. Oh, that's, oh, I thought you were going to pull that heavy rye. Oh, that's the heavy rye. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> 120 what? This is 0184, cash strength 62.2. A cask strength rye? 124.4. I've never had a cask rye. You're about to. <laughs> oh, shit. How late are we here? Boober? Boober? <laughs> Boober. Boober. How do I get a job here? <laughs> <laughs> I have no qualifications. Listen, I don't want to do any of the manual labor, but I'll be a taster. <laughs> Holy heavy pour. Sorry. Right. Tyler would be I bitching up a storm <laughs> right now. Look at this. Holy shit. Hey, hey Tyler. We have a lot of stuff sitting out there. It's okay. <laughs> we got to get through a lot of stuff. Yeah. Could you imagine? Tyler's like, going to be so pissed he's not here, and it's so funny. I get these <laughs> flashbacks to Strange Brew. Did you guys ever see that movie? Oh, yeah. Oh, when yeah. the guy gets stuck in the vat, and he has oh, to yeah. drink his way out. Was that Rick He Moranis? doesn't make it. No. That no, was... Uh, Moranis, was uh, uh, who was it? Uh, Beer Fest. Oh, Beer Fest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. That was... Uh, okay, so this is name. my favorite little guy that I'm saving. Oh, God, what was his name? Well, but there was also the... That happened in um, Strange Brew. He did, did make it. That's how he got out of the vat. Oh, he drank see? all the beer, and then got out and was just burped and was just fine. Yeah, he, so, died. he dies in beer Rick fest. Moranis and who's the other guy? Uh, I love that dude, Rick Moranis. Yeah, but it was the other Honey, guy. I that's, the kids. Uh, yeah, yeah. Dave, yeah. So, Dave something, I think. Rick Moranis. Is that the guy that does Canadian bacon? He might. Yeah, like no, that. Canadian bacon was... Uh, Rick Moranis. No, that was John Candy, right? In, yeah, John Candy, oh, was it? I think. Oh, yeah, shit, I don't know. <laughs> so, so this is the pumpernickel. This is the pumpernickel rye. This is uh, 80% pumpernickel rye it's a dark rye berry and then it's 10 percent corn 10 percent wheat 10, or i'm sorry five percent wheat five percent barley it's got a lot going on i'm from columbus and i couldn't remember the second guy's name was dave thomas oh, is it really <laughs> rick moranis and dave thomas. thomas yeah so like the actual like wendy's dave thomas no, no, no. Oh, i was like what the fuck <laughs> no it's uh i used to do that's not a good picture. things with this girl and <laughs> Dave Thomas was her what neighbor you, wait, or Wendy what, was her what neighbor. What did you used to do with this girl? Stuff. Okay. <laughs> so that's Dave Thomas. So their neighbor oh, was Wendy from I remember that. Now. Yeah, legit oh, yeah, Wendy yeah. Thomas. Yeah, yeah. That's not the oh, Dave Thomas. Yeah. Just it's the Dave Thomas in Canada, but I could in Columbus, crush some fucking Wendy's right now. <laughs> some JBCs. Oh, yeah. Shut oh my god. Some bacon cheeseburger. Uh, yeah. I actually had that on the way over because I hadn't had lunch yet and I was like I should really eat something before Knowing this would be a thing. I supported I, a local company. Well, they're a national company, but there's a local, local company. Yeah, I was about to say, like, well, I went to the Wendy's next I to meant, their headquarters. I wasn't like, talking about your company. I was talking about Clean Eats, the oh. company up at Graceland. But I know it's a chain, but... What is it? A local guy owns it. Well, Clean that was Eats. a fucking bubble. It was like a soap bubble. Did it bubble. go into my glass? I don't, know, I don't know where it went. Uh, Clean so Eats. I have Clean a legit question, With a Z though. at the end. I have a legit answer. So out of these four, I know the one you're going to put back. Yep. You're going to put this back. Are you guys going to make these other three into single barrels for purchase? Yeah. 
Okay. Because like I know we're going to do a single barrel pick, but say dude picks a shitty one and I don't like it. And there's another one that I like better. Listen, yeah, I can do. If, if we can do two or three and slap There's only our- three, so you can't do all three. <laughs> <laughs> number two or number three. Oh, I thought he said if we could do two or three and picks. Slap, <laughs> and slap our sticker on there with it. Yes. Yeah. I would be more than happy to do either one of those I would be happy yeah, with. Same, same. Yeah. But, Tyler, what do you think? Oh, shit. He's not here. Oh, right. oh man. Sucks. <laughs> Sucks. Oh, How's that, that quarantine going for you? <laughs> you know, the best part about it is he's not going to listen to this, so he doesn't know that he just oh, got that. Oh, God. He doesn't listen to our podcast. So for his for Tyler's birthday, he had been hunting in an Elijah Craig 18-year forever. Oh, God, that was his really? unicorn. Yeah. <laughs> so good. That's huge. So dude got him one. No. And he was like, yeah. so we talk about it on the show because Tyler couldn't join us. He's like, you know what? Fuck it. Tyler doesn't listen to the show. I got him an Elijah Craig 18-year. He's not going to know. And he didn't. He didn't have no fucking idea. <laughs> it gets even better. I sent a picture of my bourbon. Oh, yeah. Room. Of my bourbon room, like it's right under, now, like, remodel. It's it's just storage right now. I like this ride. That's going to be converted to a bourbon well. room. And I send a picture of it, and it's got the Elijah Craig sitting right in front the fucking and front. Oh, he didn't even see it. <laughs> and he well, he didn't even look at the picture. I message him. I'm like, hey, you can see that Elijah Craig 18 like in the front. So like, we start a, texting group like crazy. Message. And I was like, just send a bunch of dumb shit in the group message. So, so we start buried. talking about football and all this stupid. Don't shit. let him look at the yeah. photo. <laughs> no, I mean that's exactly like. But he wouldn't have looked at it. I even said to him, I was like, I don't think he's going to look at oh, it. Oh God. And he did. I am impressed that I like this rye so well because I am not a big rye person. You no, know what I mean? Yeah, I'm not either. And I'm not just saying this to say it, but I do like so, this rye. So yeah. here's the picture I sent of my, this so is my like bourbon collection ryes. right now. Yeah, yeah. I and mean, right fucking there. Oh, I see it. Is the Eliza Craig 18. Oh, come on. If he would have just zoomed in to look at stuff, it's sitting right there. You can't the, miss that. No. <laughs> that was it's so front good, and center. too. Like, like, and he just never had any idea. Yeah, I described it as dessert. I'm like, creme brulee, dessert. Oh, yeah, Listen, I bet. Oh, I'm not a so rye guy, good. but it's starting to grow on me. There's, this is really good. The last time we were here, I think we had their cast strength rye. So this is the... Can you... You the regular, the regular ride. Okay. No, yeah. this is cast strength. It says it is. This yeah. one is. I think last time he said oh, we had oh, okay. the we had the regular. Can so you, the the pumpernickel rye is a very damn. unique type of product. Most rye uh, whiskey that's produced um, is using a product called Spooner. Spooner is a um, type of the grain that comes out of the ground. It's very long. It's very narrow. The ratio to the outside of the grain to the inside of the oh, grain shit. is very very high. The 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 particular ryeberry we're working with the dark rye um, is very fat, so it's almost like a hybrid between wheat and rye. So you get the spiciness of the rye, but you get a lot of sugar for content because the sugar is in the inside of the grain. I don't get a right? ton of pepper. This stuff is you don't. From this rye. is almost like a finished rye. Yes. Yeah, what it, it almost comes off as. Yeah, and then and then when we distill it, we um, we do a couple things. So most rye whiskeys that are on market are not boiled. They run to about 145 to 148 degrees. They do not take the temperature up anymore. They transfer it into the fermenters. They heat exchange it. They drop it down to about 70 degrees before they put their yeast in. And they allow that spiciness of the rye to come through. It's like... um it's like cooking steak at home or baking a stew at home with potatoes and stuff. If you were to half cook it, right, it'd be tough. Yeah. Whereas you bake it for four hours, it falls apart. The same thing happens with the rye when you boil it. We boil it like we make a bourbon, and it makes it less powerful, less it, it's subtle. So the spiciness drops, but it allows Still some there, of the sweetness to come subtle, through. Yeah. And, and it makes a really cool uh, this product. Is good. I, so. is, this, yeah, say, is this something in the bottle shop or no? I don't know. Roger, we have that? Uh, all of our cast strengths are just dependent on when we find the right barrel. And we would love to throw on the calendar every 
Yeah. Four weeks or every six weeks we put one out, but. I just didn't know if like if this we was old, like this is from like six months ago. Oh, no, or no, this the, is recent. This we just is we July. just we we this yeah we July. did that, and we've got four sitting behind you right now. We could dip into those. <laughs> right. <man>. Uh, <laughs> I mean, no, I want to. I, I There's a I'm thief right there. Right now, yeah. she's not gonna pick me up. <laughs> I want to buy one of these. Is why. I, why yeah, why do I too. sound That's so goddamn echoey right because now? Because you moved your damn microphone. Oh, sorry. I want to buy one of these. One, is why two, I asked. three, four, five, six. There's six sitting behind you right now that are like that. Um, well, that doesn't help me when it's in the barrel. Hey, I want to buy one. Run distraction. I'll, I'll roll it out of here. <laughs> it has to be right. Um, but we'll, we'll be putting some of those out. That one on the right that's all messed up. The worse they look, the better they are. That's what yeah, I was going to do. Can yeah. I get on a newsletter or something for these releases? <laughs> you go to the website, bottom of the page. So oh, or, uh, follow hey, Rudra on Instagram. Dude already knows. Because yeah, because like, I hadn't I done anything. this release. Yeah. And I was like, well, what we usually do is we send it out to our email list first. And if it sells out, we don't post on social. Sure. Okay. So, so I need to get on the email list. Just get on the website, scroll to the very bottom, put in your email. And for you listeners out there, and this might make the process change, who knows? Um, all five of our listeners, no, <laughs> three of which are here. <laughs> right. <laughs> Shut up. Um, so <laughs> uh, go to the uh, Middle West Spirits website, scroll right to the bottom now. of the page, sign up for their newsletter. You'll find out about any special releases, cask strength, rise, bourbons, weeded whiskeys. They're doing some tomorrow, which will mm-hmm. be two weeks ago by the time you listen to this. Um, so suck it. Um, <laughs> uh, they'll be sold out by then, hopefully. And I'll have... Two of them, at least. I want one of these really bad, no, so I, I will be good. purchasing one of these whenever it comes out. Yeah, this stuff is. Uh, I think that one's already been out. That one, I know. I think it's like out. sold out, though. Is my point. Well, Do we have any left? That's gone. <laughs> All right. um, <laughs> Nothing that, that they're hard, willing to part. I honestly with. don't know. <laughs> it, personally, at the houses, yes. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's <laughs> for sale. No. It's funny because we always joke when people email and they'll stop in the bottle shop and they'll say, "Oh, you know, where's your secret stash?" I'm like, "Well, we put it in the office and then we drink it." <laughs> um, we're not very good about putting stuff back. We try, and then somebody it's like, hard. Hey, I found this in the back it's office. It's made to drink. I say yes. that all the time. Yes, it, it is. I agree. It's socializing. Um, I, honest absolutely. to God, I, I I've said this on a probably four. 49 of our 47 episodes. The math guy laughed. Yep. Um, anyway, so <laughs> I just subscribed. <laughs> Good job. I'm proud of you, man. Um, you know, bourbon for me and whiskey in general, I guess, is just the slowdown moment. That's the, mm-hmm. you don't drink it at a club when you're dancing. You Mm-mm. sit down, you're around a table like this. I mean, if you check out our Instagram, you'll see a picture of it. Uh, it's enjoying conversation, enjoying people. It's yeah. slowing things down. I mean, shit. I, I was talking to someone before, I, I think it was Josh, and you know, I have a shirt company, uh, gym, I work my nine to five, I do this as a hobby, I need a slowdown at the end of the night, and it's a glass of bourbon usually, it's mm-hmm. my reminder to take it easy, because like, yeah. they're sippers, you know, you just, you don't chug them, you don't shoot, shoot them. Long before uh, Ruder even worked here, like, uh, we would, like, the same thing, the slowdown would be like, go on the porch and like, have a cigar and a glass of bourbon and just yeah. bullshit. For and sure. it was the best way to just unwind and not worry about the the bigger picture. Yeah. yeah. And the bigger picture has gotten a lot worse. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. we're hoping it gets better. But co- COVID is definitely throwing a wrench into this year. Just a little bit. A little yeah. wrench. A little, bit. a little wrench. Small ointment. Now, we hope uh, the people that are out there that are, there's definitely people that are struggling, yeah. especially in our category yeah. industry from whiskey to beer to, you know, wineries to restaurants and stuff, you know. We, we we finally kind of have a line of sight and we can get out of this, which is nice. Mm-hmm. So 
you know, um, God, that's one twenty four proof. It's, it's tough. <laughs> oh, yeah. It does not taste like it at all. I appreciate the emotional shout out I'm, to your I'm peers. Just, and you hear just, this. God, that's one twenty four. It, it really is. He's accurate. like, he needs a hug, and then you're over here fucking talking about the proof of the the, the whiskey. You know what you are? You're a pusher. Okay, <laughs> I'm sorry. You're a pusher. I'm sorry. I'm a dealer. My quarantine experience has been: I've been really tired of ordering two weeks worth of beer every three days. <laughs> Listen, the the funny thing is, the only bad thing that's come out of this for me and i i feel horrible because i like you're right people are struggling this has been probably one of the best years i've ever had in my life and it, and it sucks because it's in the middle of a pandemic and all these yeah. people are suffering nothing's yeah. changed for like, me either because though. i work like, for a company that is helping people communicate yeah my salary has gone through the freaking roof this year and then you know this bourbon thing has picked up i've gotten drunk pretty yeah. much every night of the year <laughs> is not that crazy well i have i wear a whoop and one of the things it asks is alcoholic beverages and i feel so shamed every morning when it asks you how many you have and i have to keep sliding it over bar <laughs> and then and then the worst part is it tells you the yes versus the no's since you've been wearing it and i'm at like 60 some yeses and like two no's <laughs> Like, that's just sad. I mean, it's yeah. sad, but like, I don't. When the doctor asks you, how many drinks a week do you have? Dude, they multiply What's it the by response? like three. Like, <laughs> it's like standard listen, procedure. Listen, Whatever think, you say, think, they multiply by three. Right. I think doctors understand by now. It's like it's like the rule of three it for is. sexual 100%. partners. When you're talking to your wife, how many people have you had sex with? Two. Okay, multiply by three. Six. Okay. Shit. So, you know, it's the same thing with <laughs> alcohol with doctors. I think they understand. They, they know, especially this time of right year. Right now. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 Yeah, it's, yeah. yeah, it's tough. I mean, <laughs> what's the answer here? How many have I had? That is 17. <laughs> <laughs> Carry the four. <laughs> multiply times a factorial. Yeah. And it's cask strength. So how does that work? So that's why it I started drinking suck, cask strength because it then it's still suck. only one drink. Right? Yeah. But But... You know, there's people that go into a place to have a lot of drinks to mm-hmm. enjoy their evening, or you can just sit down and open a bottle, yeah, yeah. and be like, "Oh God damn it, that's amazing!" And how fun is so, this? Like, let's be honest, how much oh, fun yeah. is ever? Like, I oh. love this right now. I really do. This is just Alcoholic. there's barrel barrels <laughs> sitting right there, getting old and ugly. So no, it, we should change that. Let's grab it. Where's that double? <laughs> Where's the fork truck? <laughs> I like it. I like it. <laughs> it's ugly. So, uh, to go along I'm with rolling this, one down the sidewalk. <laughs> there was uh, last year. I actually grabbed uh, <laughs> from Rudra uh, the, here. like five gallon <laughs> bucket of the uh, just the barrel char. Yeah, and uh, gave it to my girlfriend's dad who used to do competition barbecue smoking. Oh, was it good? The best salmon I have ever had. Seriously, was from smoked with the the, the bourbon char. There is a, a trough right behind that wall filled yeah, with it right oh, now. We saw it last time so, we were here. It was, it was just a I ton can, of I will say that the lighter and the fattier the meat, the better that you could actually get the bourbon out of you the smoked meat. You could taste it. Oh, that's uh, if sure. it was like a, a brisket or something like that, you'd get the smoke, but you wouldn't get as much actual like bourbon flavor to it. A salmon, though, you could tell. It was good. Hmm, that's you know, it's not that you know I tried a bunch of different okay. meats when I was just I'm smoking everything right is now. Is it salmon or salmon? Salmon. Salmon. So I'm depends going back to it depends on if you're Arnold Schwarzenegger or not. <laughs> salmon. Yeah, that's how it's spilled. <laughs> so I'm going back to what you said almost to begin the show, and I don't know if you said it on the air or not, but like on the air, like we're live. Um, right. But I take advantage of the fact that you guys are here and I yeah. see you on the shelf everywhere and I don't buy it for that reason because I, I, I know it it's there and I say the same thing, like, but I do the same thing with everything. Like I see, you know, I see old Forester 86. I see a, and that's a good bourbon. I see mm-hmm. old Forester 100. It's a great bourbon. I just mm-hmm. don't, I don't buy it because I know it's always going to be there. 
And we're, we get wrapped up in this hunt for these unicorns and these mm-hmm. hard-to-find bourbons. There's and, these trendy things, right? And that's yeah. what I love about blinds. Yeah. But like every time I have Middle West Spirits, it's freaking phenomenal. It's oh, really thanks, good stuff. That I'm, was the, the main thing that I had when we were talking about it at the Arnold, like however long ago that was. Uh, this is the bourbon that I like to have on hand. Like the, there are the ones that you go out and hunt for, but this is one that yeah. I is available. I know I will love it, and so you just have it there, ready for use. Not to be a kiss ass, but I. But I he's wa- going to be a kiss. But ass. I'm going to be a kiss ass. Like honestly, the <laughs> cask strength is, and that's the reason I haven't bought it. To be honest, is I'm really into cask strength right now because I can prove it down a little if I want to, and I can cling glasses together on the microphone like Sam just did. Um, You're welcome. <laughs> But I can I can prove it down a little bit, or I can drink it, you know, as is. It's just a lot more versatility to it, and that I can't find in the stores. It's yeah, not, it, like, you know, it's not available in the stores. And right now, almost everything I'm buying is some sort of club pick, cask strength, something or other. And I love talking about these types of things here because I've told so many people at work because yeah. they know that I yeah. do this shit, and I'm like, so we're going to do a barrel pick soon with Midwest, you know. And I'm like, quit getting this Buffalo Trace bullshit stuck in your head. No, I mean, listen, just because it's, it's like it's trendy, good, and it's but it's it's it's, it's a twenty seven dollar bottle. The of problem bourbon. is, is that it becomes trendy because they've got twenty two fucking brands, and they don't like they're not like a Maker's Mark, which is also good. Yep. But and, for some reason, there's a cult. But Maker's Mark with makes. That. But Maker's Mark makes one. I would bourbon. buy this shit. They rotate everything. It's every all day. the same. So they've got their Maker's Mark, then they've got their Maker's Mark cask strength. Then they take that same recipe and put it in 46, you know, and, and finish it with those staves. And mm-hmm. then they do the private select. But it's all from the same exact rotated through I would take batches this, and recipe. And I would put this up against like an Eagle Rare oh, or something for sure. one day. 100%. Listen. In a blind where someone doesn't know and, where it is and they don't have that prejudice or whatever preconceived you're, you're notion. completely right. And, and I hate the like label bullshit with a stuff. a lot of the craft distilleries are that good right now. Like Old Elk is, is outstanding. Oh, Old yeah. Elk is Woodenville. phenomenal. Yes. And, and Old Elk is using that, MGP. That's Greg Metz. Yes, yeah, Greg he's, Metz. he's we, a nice guy. He's killing on the it. show recently. Yeah. yeah, he was good. And, and I tell everyone about Old Elk too. Yeah, I'm super like, nice so guy. Good. Their bourbon is great. Their weeded bourbon is outstanding. Yep. Uh, Woodenville, we just had them on the show. There, yeah, Woodenville's killing they're it too. Killing they're killing it too. That yeah. place is amazing. If you get it, when we're Tyler's allowed to there. fly again, right? <laughs> you need to go, you need to go there. It's, Tyler it's has phenomenal. been there. Hey, Tyler, tell us about the. Oh, shit, oh yeah. you're not here. They had so they had a cool story <laughs> that we picked up on an Apple Note. Yeah. Okay, on their stuff, and she was like, "That's really interesting. You pick up on an Apple Note because all of our trees are in an apple orchard." Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And they were like, we wondered if that was coming through, and and we didn't like read it or anything. Mr. over here picked up on it. Look he how fucking it. big this nose is. What do you expect from me? <laughs> like, honestly, he picked it up, and, and she it's just started like, nodding her yeah, head. Yeah, it is. <laughs> <laughs> but it's interesting. Like, it's a good. lot of the craft distilleries are yeah. doing the like great that. stuff. Right? Wilderness Trail. I know they're probably not a craft distillery anymore, but they started that way. Yeah, no, they're good. Uh, I mean, they're, Castle they're, Key. By the way, they're scientists. Wilderness Trail are like technical scientists. They were consultants for like the whole... Yeah, unbelievable. All of Kentucky, basically, before they started. Yeah, yeah, and Castle and Key with the new spot, it's it's absolutely stunning. The the the, the crazy thing is, is um, we're all trying to do a good job, and most people are trying to figure it out in a good way. And you know, the good part is, is that we're getting long in the tooth on most of the craft guys, so their their products are getting older. And if they did it right eight years with. ago, yeah. it's starting to come into light of what they're going to be. Yeah. So that's kind of cool. And to that's see. what I mean. Like the patience with yeah. that, like you're saying, the Buffalo Trace trendiness, I hope, and I feel like will go away. And it doesn't There's help. so many good products out they're there. They're making 22 so freaking products. products or 20, it's something yeah. like that. 18 different <clears throat> products with multiples underneath each label. And because of that, they're limiting 
you know, they're not just making Buffalo Trace and then Buffalo Trace cast strength, and they're making all these different things, so everything's limited. Right. So they're creating their own demand because it's just not all available. If it was always, if it was all just Buffalo Trace and Buffalo Trace cast strength, and then maybe a weeded variety, it would all be on the shelf at all the time. Yeah. You know, so all the time. Question for you: uh, in, in terms of like growing up in the the bourbon vertical in the bourbon world, yeah. when was the point in the, the the Middle West history that like you had the first barrel pick or the first taste that you're like, we made it. We've got something that's good that I'm <laughs> proud of that I want. Like. How long into the process was it before you were, you, were, you were confident that, like, this is a product people want? Six months ago. <laughs> is that when you started your barrel picks? No, no. No. Um, honestly, uh, uh, we're, we're, we are by far our own worst critic. Mm. Um, you have to be. Yeah, we are. We're, we are very mean to ourselves. But that's okay. Because, <laughs> that's why you have a quality product. Yeah. We, we constantly sample. We constantly drink and we constantly uh work with people in the category that that know their their shit am i allowed to say that yeah so um anyway uh i talked about wolverine's uncut dick you can say oh, shit i did hear, I, I forgot about that i did see that circumcised issue um uh, but um <laughs> brett comes out from the rafters i love just it. sinks a three it's like, great he did too. That was like bird. Like <laughs> fall away. Million dollar. Um, but uh, sorry, I'm not fuck. sorry. <laughs> yeah. No, uh, we've been fortunate to to work with some people that that give a shit, and and they've told us you're not doing a good job on this and this and this. And we've made those adjustments, and they're starting to hit now. Hmm. And uh, I would say about six months ago, uh, the other stuff that we're working on, we've made multiple adjustments on that we like, like the rye that you just tried. Two years ago, we figured out it was going the right way. Mm-hmm. We we knew four years ago. Yeah. Bourbon is a the, the Michelin Reserve has been very tough because it's a four grain. Not a lot of people do four grains. No, they do either a weeded or they do a rye. Right. And trying to figure out that combination with the barrels and the yeasts and everything, it's been a real pain in the ass. <laughs> and uh, about six months ago, we did a blend or one of our bottlings, and it. I finally sat it next to, I'm not going to say who, but there's a lot of people that I sat it next to that I really respect. Yeah. Mm. And we were so on par with them. I was like, holy shit, it's finally working. That's good. That's and why we love blinds. Yeah. Yeah. Love yep. blinds. It, it removes the, you know, preconceived notions of, of money for that was, one. That was a yeah. Good word. Yeah. But uh, thank you. Preconceived. I can still pull I out know. some. My lexicon is still accessible. <laughs> um, and then, but he has to have a paragraph describing his lexicon. <laughs> he's, he's not the mispronouncing word drunk, but he's at the like paragraph describing how awesome he is drunk. Fair enough. Uh, <laughs> but no, I, I don't even know what the hell we were talking about. So preconceived you. notions. You, You're oh, pre- yeah. So the, it removes those preconceived notions of m- money, like so the right. value, but yeah. also just you know the the brand names mm-hmm. that you bring in when you know that something's on that table of something that you prefer. Like what happened when we did the budget blind with early times? Everything you drank, you're I, like, like, I think this is early times. early times. I think this is early times. Like I do like that early did. times a lot. Yeah, and it's good. It tastes it, like toffee. It's, it's delicious. Good, mm-hmm. But ended up his favorite one ended up being old granddad uh, bottled and bond. bond. Yeah, yeah. which Perfect. is a freaking twenty dollar bottle yeah. of bourbon. And so that's, I, you know? I wonder how much, uh, for lack of a better word, impurities are hidden behind a name brand. Uh, honestly, <laughs> a fair amount. Absolutely, um, fair amount. Just being honest, mm-hmm. um, you you can 
oversubscribe the volume up front when you're operating and then you can fix it with filtration on the right. back end mm-hmm. and that, that happens quite frequently mellow charcoal filter yeah it, it does but you know what There's, at the end of the day if that guy likes that product and yeah, he's going to take it home sure. who gives There's a shit a market for it's that like for sure. when wild turkey switched to that 81 101 format yeah from the earlier format yeah, yeah. and i tried it and i had that i got that 101 and like it was like six seven years ago just, I about I was blown away. Just charcoal. Yeah. I was like, "What the hell?" Charcoal filtering eliminated being a bourbon. Does that make it a whiskey? Uh, federally, it makes it a whiskey. whiskey. That's what I thought. Well, I think it also depends on if it's a like the maple charcoal the Lincoln filter. That's the, the Lincoln, Lincoln process. Lincoln yeah. process. And yeah. so that's, but that's a maple charcoal filter. But that so still it is. makes so it a whiskey. A, yeah, for Tennessee, because, because it's a because it's adding a flavor <laughs> profile to the filtration process. That yeah, maple and it's charcoal, like artificial. They some of these places have figured out a way to do like an unscented or unflavored charcoal filter. I think that still keeps it a straight bourbon whiskey. So you said syrup. I just want to say something. Your guys, I didn't is, say syrup. I said maple. Okay, sorry. Maple. Oh, maple right, made me think right of that's maple syrup, syrup. Yeah, yeah. which, dude, by the way, I put some your that freaking shit. syrup is ridiculous. I've been taking it to restaurants dude, with I me. took it yeah. really I'm fucking kidding. chicken and waffles. <laughs> so my wife and I do brunch every I Sunday. I came in my I've pants. Okay, it. it was so good. I put your fucking... That, we're going to cut that out. I put it... Okay, let's start over. So I took your stuff to a restaurant, <laughs> and I put it on some chicken and waffles. Uh, it was amazing. It's good. So you took it to a restaurant, too? Fuck yeah, I did. I've been taking it. So every Sunday, my wife and I do brunch. And I'll I'll just if I that's know, a good idea. I'm gonna take it to Tommy's. Yes. I'm gonna go to Tommy's and just <laughs> get some eggs. Dude, get some chicken and waffles. Go like this. Like just take it with you. you they don't chicken care waffles? if you bring your yeah. own syrup. Chicken as long and waffles as you order off so their menu, they don't yeah. care. Yeah, oh my god, chicken and waffles. I want some right now. No, that that stuff. <laughs> it's uh, it's our. It's a maple. It's from Ohio. It's Ohio maple. Yeah. And then mm-hmm. most people when they when they barrel age maple syrup, they barrel age it for about three three months. That's almost a year. Yeah. So, um, you so can it, tell too. it just, oh, yeah. it's very different. I don't you know what tell. it is, but it's delicious. There's definitely a bourbon <laughs> flavor that, that shines through on that. That is just so good. But it's, oh, yeah. it's so sweet too. Yeah. And just, well, that's you have to be careful. It. It'll re-ferment. Dude. We've had that <laughs> Really? Oh yeah. It ferments. <laughs> we found out the hard way. Dude, and bottles started popping everywhere. The best way. No, no, no. They just started exploding. We're like, oh, well, oh, that's man. not good. So you should put like, just like a teaspoon in your coffee. That would be delicious. I may or may not have done that. Yeah, I highly recommend or, it. I have or, ran out since the uh, bourbon cream came about, so I haven't tried the uh, bourbon maple syrup with the oh, yeah. bourbon cream. Well, that's it, or you can put it into your, uh, not Manhattan, but your old-fashioned. Fashion, yeah. yeah. That's good. Yeah. We actually did that. Uh, Kyle did it at the restaurant. He made um, that maple old-fashioned. It's probably one of my favorites. Oh, God. Yeah, I love maple old-fashioned. Yeah, not only does it have the maple syrup in it, but we make the old-fashioned and put it back in the maple syrup barrel. Yep, and it just, oh. that's where it sits. So it just yep. barely, just continuously. No, uh, I mean, oh, no wonder that's so good. That's, you know what? Yeah, that's probably the best seller. Ruder is like a god. He doesn't oh, yeah. speak. <laughs> no, and then when he does, it's always something like super. Like important. I needed to hear this. Yeah, yeah it's absolutely. like informational. Like there's a lot of. Uh, it's like an ombudsman. Like I have this one piece that you may need, and then I just disappear in the background. <laughs> yeah, that, that's exactly it. That's exactly it. That's awesome. I cannot believe good. this pumper Nicholas. So I know it's so good. damn good. I'm so pissed off. And I don't like rye. I don't I'm like pissed rye because I don't like rye. I and don't like rye. And I'm like, <laughs> what is this fucking voodoo magic you have over here? <laughs> voodoo magic. Well, I think a lot of people you see rye and you taste a lot of rye and they're. It tastes like similar. pepper. It's like they taste like that's pepper because, and they're thin. That's because they're MGP makes thin. that 95.5 that pretty much yeah. everyone uses. You know, 95% rye, 5% malted barley that ev- almost everyone uses, and they just yeah. age it a little bit differently. And we talk and so, a lot about it on tours that there's four grains in there, and every grain plays a role. Yeah. 
Wheat will add your softness, corn adds your sweetness, and that's all about balance. Mm-hmm. Like the secret of good baking is you add salt. You add salt to anything that's sweet. That's true. Yeah. Uh, and that's what the same thing is as the grains. You know, those all come <clears throat> out, and I think it adds a lot of viscosity to it, the corn and the wheat. Yep. Uh, so it's not super thin. Uh, and I think it sits on it's the palate longer, all, yeah. and you, mm-hmm. you pick up more flavors that way. I'm yeah, not just Even Angel's Envy. That's what rye, I was going to say. They're MGP. I was going to say. It's 95.5. So, it's MGP. Yeah, the only other rye that I've really liked was the Angel's Envy like, rye. Well, they I distill would their own this, bourbon, but they do their rye from MGP. I would take this over the Angel Envy's rye any time of the day. And in that's what, $100 fucking casks? dollars a bottle. Is that what they do? Rum I don't casks? know what this yeah. is retail, but. Uh, 50 something bucks. It's not a hundred dollars, right? It's not a hundred. So it's, I would take this over the angel's envy. I would too. Anyone listening to buy this, this tastes like I said this earlier, but this tastes almost like a finished rye product. And I think that that's probably what you said, uh, Rudra. It's a, it's got a little bit of the, the multiple grains in there and it's, uh, it's good. What can you, are you allowed to say what the mash bill is on that? Yeah. It's 80, 80 rye, 10 corn, five and five wheat and barley. Barley. Nice. So. So you can tell there's, it's definitely different. And then uh, you know the the way that you guys uh, attack the uh, uh, the rye is probably a little bit to to play yeah. with that too, like boiling it as opposed to yeah, it's it's a process change, um, back setting, boiling, yeasts, the whole nine. So everything affects everything. So we 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 have the luxury of playing around. We don't have to be commercial. Yeah. So uh, that one that's a lot of years of development as well on that's trying good. to figure out how to make it work. Yeah. Along with the mic alone and and the wheat, it's just. We just we just try to make sure that what comes out of the still when we try it like that when it looks like that, you drink it straight, right? And, yeah. and if we can do that, then finding a barrel to to match it takes a little bit of time. But we've kind of figured that one out. So that's good. Yeah, no, yeah. I would have never tried that if you hadn't poured it in my glass. So uh, I agree, a hundred percent. Thank you. Seriously. So we're coming up on an hour and a half. It's been ninety minutes here. Um, it is an evening on a Tuesday night, right? It's Tuesday, right? <laughs> What's that song? It's on a Friday, Tuesday. Right? Does it matter? It's, it's Friday. quarantine. Well, my wife's at home. <laughs> so, and I just got back from the bourbon trail on Saturday, so she's probably wanting me back. Well, she probably doesn't want me back, <laughs> but she'll say she wants me back. <laughs> what that son of a bitch doing? <laughs> so, I'm saving uh, this drink for last because that which is one my is that? favorite. That is the seven. Three? No, two. I have a, uh, a the two 15, and three the, to finish off. The, f- the 1557 is still my favorite. So, Ryan, me. which one was your favorite, the number two? Uh, number two, number three. It, it, it varied between the two. What are you doing over Damn there, Sam? Man. If I had the chance, I would put the two together and filter them. And That's make what them I was going to just say. Make a, it's a small batch. That's what it would be. It'd be a small batch, single barrel, or a small batch cash strength is what I would do with those two. God. Is that what we're doing? All right. It's, it's only, it's not that many barrel bottles. It's only like 210 or something. If you're, if you're comfortable mixing them, I'm, or Why blending them. Or can whatever. you take two and blend them like right here and taste it just to make sure? Yeah. You just go, well, but mine's fucking empty. I can't do that. I, oh, that's, the that's not my fault. Rudra. <laughs> Rudra. We're going to put Rudra. it in Sam's hands. Oh, leave it, leave it, leave it. And, and oh. that and I think 1662 is the other one. Yeah, Holy doing shit. that. Do that. That's insane. I'll let you know. Is it before I? That's the fun part. It. And it's, 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 yeah, oh that's, that's Jesus. very nice. Yeah. You get it's the like, nose of two, the body like of three. Jesus like. and furry. <laughs> when that shit happens though, when we're doing that stuff, like people pause in there. They pause and they're like, well, that, that may come back from the run. That's amazing. That is absolutely amazing. Did you do it too? Yeah. Oh yeah. Is that what a blend is that? of the is two? Yeah. Yep. I did about a 50, 50, two and three. 
That's what that is. Grab me two glasses over that's there. That's a 50-50. Yeah. And I'll pour some of his This in. right here is a blend of those two, correct? Yeah, that's the first one. That's just a pool of oh, water. Oh, that's, that's just, just one. one. Okay. What, what's happening? We're, about We're to drinking. dump a lot more alcohol in your lap. <laughs> you know, I have to work tomorrow. That no, sounds yeah. like a rookie mistake. Sounds like too, but. You told me that your company is not allowed to ask you why you called off. No, they're not. I went to the bourbon trail when they called me off. All right. So I it sounds like off. you're still sick is what it sounds like. I mean. You were almost better today. I quit my job. Like, my last day's on Friday. So no, that's good. what are they going to do? Fire me at this point? You not quit? Really. The roofing one again? No, no, no. I'm going back to the oh, roofing okay, one. My first okay. uh, day at the roofing one is on Monday. You're okay with us like doing a blend? Is this cool with you? Whatever you want. <laughs> God, I like it. What just blew his mind? This is what, literally literally what we do in the office. <laughs> what the hell? What's <laughs> what tastes better? So it's what, a good thing Tyler's not here because Tyler happening? sucks at this. We've already figured this out. Remember? <laughs> yeah, that's we why went I got to join the show. Have you ever heard of Bourbon Thirty? No. So Bourbon Thirty takes a whole <clears> bunch of MGP barrels. Yep. They buy them, yep. and then you can just walk into their freaking place and thieve all day long, and then bottle your own bourbon. F- really? For one hundred and seventy-five dollars. Oh, that's Dude, cool. I will bring you mine. It is. It's, it's like marshmallows. It's I bet it's you it's really so good. good. It is. Mine's Tyler sucks best. a dish. <laughs> I, I think people give MGPI a bad rap. They, no, they make did, great like freaking ago, bourbon, and it's it's become a thing. It's acceptable again. Yeah, it, it, they they make great product. I think people miss that. So. I think it also has to do with transparency when people are it transparent does. that they source and where it's right. from and people You're are okay with right. that. It's when they find out, they're like, wait, you didn't make this? Why am I paying what I'm paying for something that's sourced? I think there's a little bit of animosity there. What do you think? This guy's worked there. I was trying to blend it. To do Absolutely. Stuff. So well, make don't sure do too much. Don't do too much blending? Well, don't do too much like swirling. That's all. Just warm it up. Warm it up. Warm it up, Chris. I'm about to. <laughs> It's 1988 all over again. <laughs> no, that was like 92. All that aside, the uh, 5052 and 3 blend 90, is my favorite. I'm going to call it right now. That was 92. And this was it really? This, is, this isn't Price is Right. <laughs> that was 90, 92, This isn't Price is sure. Right, so I'm going to at least... Okay, so this is fucking delicious. But I'm also... How many glasses are in front of me? There's like 12 glasses in front of me. I have nine empties and one that I'm working on. Two, four, six, eight, nine... So it does not suck to be in the world. <laughs> That's the wrong song, isn't it? Nope. Oh. <laughs> so, so you're hiring for the bourbon tasting room? <laughs> Can I get money to just drink bourbon all day? That's pretty good. I, mean, I was actually not time. trying to play no. it. I was trying to just get information so, on yeah, it. Yeah, that'll get this uh, copyright strike exactly yeah, where you want it. was only like five seconds. Oh, it was yeah. fine. As long as we keep talking over it, we found out. It will yes. not mute. Oh, really? Yes. If you keep talking over it, it, it won't, won't automatically do it. No. I, I would like to say the OG bottle kill episode was uh, when Dude and I would uh, kill a bottle of bourbon while commentating over an oh Olympic weightlifting competition. You got oh, me. Man. You kept just refilling my freaking glasses. Oh, I'm and not I, sorry. And I'm like, God, did I not? drink any of this yet so i drink it again and then he'd refill oh my yeah. god we got trashed oh yeah it that was, was great. the year that i did not do with any an olympic part of the weightlifting competition yeah over so drinking we, we we both well, competed like saturday and yeah. so that oh, sunday, sunday after we got it was just like okay. and everyone cleaned up afterwards we weren't part of it no no we like packed they up were the cleaning computer up and, and left yeah it was ugly thanks rogue for sponsoring that i thought you were talking <laughs> about the iowa guy that was at penn state that didn't do so well when he tried to do you seen that one is not that the good. one who dropped it on his head and no nope. paralyzed himself? Something else happened. Mm. You have to explain. Oh, not good. <laughs> you can't just say something else happened. Yeah, like his uni became a Audi. <laughs> oh, okay. Cool. Fair enough. Yep. <laughs> That's fair. Yep. 
Yeah. I, I watched that and, and I was like, I'm never doing squats again. So my, <laughs> so it was 1992. Is that what year I said? You did. You did say sure. 92. I we'll, we'll give that one to you. Hey, I don't care. I'm, I'm doing a victory lap for those people right now that can't see. It's pretty see. good. 92. That's a good call. <laughs> I loved crisscross. Just let me just say. So do you think the, the janitor at Rogue is like super ripped because he has to put away everyone's weights from the showroom? <laughs> Fucking Sam. <laughs> All right. I think <laughs> these are the text messages I get at like one forty five right. in the afternoon when I'm trying to do like actual work. We yeah, have no. uh jumped we have we have jumped the shark. All right. That's all so, I'm gonna say. So let's, I'm, gonna, let's, I'm gonna bring us back. Let's let's bring us back and then wrap it up because everyone's got plans. I have a teeny bit of what was number two originally? You've moved some of the mm. things. Seven fifteen fifty-nine, maybe? We have no idea now. Fifteen fifty seven? Fifteen fifty seven. Yep. I sampled my blend. I resampled this little teeny bit of 1557. Mm-hmm. I trust you. I trust you. <clears throat> for, I aspirated. <laughs> for my palate and what me personally, I like. 1557. 1557 is better than the blend. Is That's not to say the blend is bad. That's not to say the blend is bad. No, by the any blend means. is freaking delicious. The blend, the blend was is, delicious. The blend is delicious. So we stick with the 1557. So for me... I would love to purchase a 1557 from you if you guys were to make one, if you were to like just one. make one bottle and sell it to me. One. <laughs> well, if, so if they want to blend this, if, if these guys that own we, the fucking company want to do that. We won't. So. <laughs> thank you. We're good. So. I would, I, for <laughs> me. Right. I just had both. That is delicious, but 1557 it, is good. All right. We'll stick with it. There's just something about 1557 that has this. This buttery, rich. No, you're yeah. right. Um, That's exactly what it is. Delicious profile to the it. The blend that is was ridiculous. like one that I would, I would drink that all day. Yes. The 1557 was special. I agree. That is Completely a very agree. unique. Tyler, what um, do you think? Oh, well, oh, no. Oh, How's shit. that basement going, Tyler? <laughs> <laughs> I'll see you in two weeks. Yeah. Anyway. All right, guys. So uh, let's wrap this up. Uh, it sounds like we all agree. Fifteen fifty-seven. Yeah, I feel like I, I mean, was a pusher, so I don't want to be a pusher. No, you're not. They no, were that, all that freaking good. outstanding. That's that's the first thing I want to take away from this is yes. that they were all really good. There was only one that was still good, but not up yeah, to the par. Of, yeah. <laughs> all right, fine, fair enough. I thought it was still. I would have drank it. I would have had yeah. no problem with it. But we were our own worst critic. I am still <laughs> shocked. No, no you're we'll right. Drop the fast. It's fine. At how much I like this rye. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I am shocked by that more than anything. Like no, I knew you guys were going to have good really picks good. for these things. I knew these barrel picks would be delicious. I had no doubt about that. I'm not one that goes out and buys rye by any means. I will go find that rye in the store and buy it. I promise okay. you that. So where do we find you guys on social media? What's uh, uh, it's really simple. It's just Middle West Spirits. You can get on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Just search Middle West Spirits and everything should pop up. Or if you want it to be even easier, go to our website, www.middlewestspirits.com. Scroll all the way to the bottom and just click on the icons. Awesome. Um, I did that. I subscribed. And so you'll give us like updates when these things are coming out and stuff, correct? Yeah. So okay, we give everybody great. a heads up. Um, usually for a cast strength release because we know how many bottles we have because it's limited to how much came out of a barrel. Correct. Uh, we just do a reservation system. So the email first come the first serve is the first one to get it. Um, usually 12 plus hours before we put it on social media. Which means make sure you're subscribed to the email more than Instagram or Facebook yes. or any of the social. Yeah, absolutely. But, and but, then, but subscribe to all of them. Yeah. But typically these are in the bottle shop. Is that correct? correct? So these are distillery only releases. Okay. Um, uh, so we'll announce when they are. We'll usually announce it a week or two weeks out, and then we'll give you a pickup date, and it'll be 
Awesome. This is awesome. So let's say that this occurs and, and let's say that, and, and again, I'm not, I'm making assumptions that we do the 1557 and we slap a little bourbon hunter sticker on there or something like that. When would something like that take place? Uh, it would just depend on bottling usually. Um, right now they're pretty swamped, but on sure. a regular basis, it's about a two week turnaround. It's pretty quick. Well, that's not bad. Um, so let's say we are our own four warehouse, weeks, maybe four store. weeks yeah, from now. Probably. So we're going to be releasing this episode two weeks from now, which will be, what is today? The 8th. 8th. So 15th, 22nd. So this will come out on the 22nd. So maybe another... Mm, we can hit that. Probably two like to three first, weeks after that? Yeah, maybe? probably first, first second Beginning week of, of January. January? Yep. Definitely. Okay. Yep. I don't want to hold you guys to that, but keep an eye out if you're if you're... Paying attention to our podcast, if you're in our Instagram, which is bourbon, the bourbonhunters.com, uh, well, the website is bourbonhunters.com, the bourbonhunters on Instagram, um, you must probably already know that if you're listening, but pay attention. We will give more information. Rude will let us know, I'm sure, and um, we'll throw that out to you guys. So uh, This has been great. I have loved yeah. this. this uh, we'll find out more details, too, about how you can get one if you want one. Um, and we'll place that on our website and our Instagram and stuff like that. I don't know the details yet. We're still talking about that, but, uh, that will be forthcoming. So. All right. <laughs> Appreciate it. <laughs> just, thanks for having us. No, 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 thanks no, for yeah, coming yeah. in. Like, thanks for, thanks for having us Shit. here and us. We, we like to talk about our stuff. Every yeah, no, it's, in. We don't do this too often. So I'll tell Appreciate you, this you is the in. third time we've done Midwest spirits stuff. I've never been disappointed. So yeah. if you're listening, if you're in another state, if you're in Kentucky, which is a state I know for sure actually sells this, yeah. um, pick it up, just give it a whirl. I mean, you're not going to get the cask strength stuff most likely at the store, but you're going to get the, the mic alone. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, you're going to get the mic alone. weeded with uh, bourbon. The weeded whiskey's good. The, the rye's good. If you can find any of those, pick them up, give them a whirl. Um, do them in a blind. Yeah. You know, get rid of your preconceived notions, do them in a blind, see how they stack up to your, uh, to your regular stuff. I think they're confident enough to, uh, to, to have you do that. And, and I'm confident enough and I've done it three times. I love the stuff. Mm-hmm. It's good. And I'll go back to what I said with uh, when we were at the Arnold. Like this is my go-to bourbon to have on hand. Yeah, I'm it's, gonna I'm gonna just have to start picking it up because it, I every time I have it, I enjoy it. Yeah, I, there's no reason not to support local here. So I I'm gonna just start buying it. Absolutely. So I'm gonna be picking up two bottles tomorrow. So <laughs> if you could just put that 1557 in my Jeep, we can just roll it out there. <laughs> the whole barrel. the whole thing. Get the forklift. We'll and bottle it for you. We'll bottle it for you guys. <laughs> or not. Just like start going right from the barrel. All right, guys. Well, hey, if you are listening, give us a review on uh, anything that you're listening on, whether it's uh, Google, whether it's uh, we're gonna be on Spotify. We're on Ooh, Spotify. You're on Spotify. We're that's on where Spotify. I listen to. We're actually going to be on what's the new one that's uh, just started doing podcasts? Who uh, I don't know. Christ, I can't find it. Who they gives a shit? Suck. No. <laughs> Major league reference. Um, but give us a give us a review. Give us a five star if you can. If you don't give us a five star, give us some constructive criticism. Let yeah. us know what we can do to improve. What we but can taste, what we can sample. The better the reviews, the better the uh, guests we get, and potentially more sponsors other than my own t-shirt company. And the longer the podcast, the more drunk we get. Oh, oh shit. shut it! One hour forty five minutes. All right, guys, thanks for tuning in, and uh, see you guys next year. This is our last one of the year.
Thank you for joining in for yet another episode of The Bourbon Hunters. If you like what you hear, please leave us a good rating on Apple, Podbean, Google, or wherever you are listening. It definitely helps us to get great guests on our show. And follow us on Instagram and the Facebooks to keep up to date with what is in our glass. As always, sit back, grab a pour, kick up your feet, and enjoy some bourbon. Bourbon.